Welcome to another episode of Ran Out of Talent. I'm your host, Joe Zare Jr. Uh, Joey's out this week with, you know, he's feeling pretty ill right now. So with me again tonight is Ryan Greening. How's it going tonight, Ryan? Or should howdy, I howdy, Joe. New going good. father, Ryan Greening. Yeah. Yep. I'm, uh, I'm well rested. <laughs> My brain is totally all here. 100%, I promise. So We're ready to go. That's one thing I kind of feel like a asshole when my kids were babies. I never took the night shift, and it sounds like you've been on night shift. I've been on night shift. Um, one, just because I am still off of work, I go back on the 18th. Okay. I had my last appointment today, and it was kind of a formality. We, uh, we knew that I was uh, ready to go back, and uh, we just kind of picked an arbit, you know. Yeah. A whatever day and I picked next Monday um, I'd love to stay home longer but I need to go back to making full paychecks rather than half on unemployment sure sure it's it's fine I'm my my wife is used to getting a lot of sleep so mm-hmm. we're we're gonna <laughs> start working on you know getting her broken on she's not gonna be able to get nine to ten hours a night anymore um, and I deal pretty well on low sleep so I've been I've been doing the overnight shift because I usually stay up later anyway. That's when I, um, you know, I, I used to, well, I'll still, I hop on and play video games with, with other RC locals like, uh, Al Smith, Clayton Cartaluca, uh, Connor Ehlers and other, a lot of other really fun people. Right. Um, That's all stuff that I usually do after Kim goes to bed. And, uh, now I'm just, you know, watching kids, watching facial expressions, waiting for poops to come and and giving them bottles you know it really starts to get like right now it's cool you know the kids snuggle up next to you but (laughs) they really i hate to say they don't know where they're at right now you know what i mean so right around that two to three month window is where they're really start kicking online they start making noises they start trying to crawl okay that's when it's real. So my niece had a kid. Now it's a mirac- kind of a miraculous story how this kid even um, survived. Oh, I love those. He was born at 20 weeks. Holy crap. He was like, oh, I want to say a pound and some change. Wow. He was in the hospital from February to Thanksgiving. And then he went back in a whole bunch of other times. Now he's like in a solid situation. He's like a year old now, but he's the size of like a three or a four month old. And dude, that kid is like one of the raddest kids. Like, <laughs> you know, I'm one of those dudes who I'm like, ah, other people's kids, whatever. You know what I mean? But this boy, man, he, fuck it. He's one of those kids that he was able to, like, kind of get my heart. Here, I'll send you a picture of him. Yeah. There, I, there you go. It's sent through Messenger. Oh, that is a cute baby. Yeah, he's the <laughs> sweetest kid in the world. Usually, it's a Where's Waldo outfit. It is. Usually, oh. babies, like, uh, that aren't mine hate me. <laughs> Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Ran Out of Baby Wipes show. 
Uh, it's all right. We got a lot to talk about tonight, though, man. Lots of local racing, lots of big race. Actually, one big race that I really want to get into depth in depth about. But yeah, man. So uh, yeah. And shout out to regular people might start to get confused. I'm not the regular co-host. I've just I've been uh I've been available and very interested lately. So I Joe was gracious enough to let me come on basically when it works for me and try to add. Yeah to the program we're missing joey again he's he's feeling under the weather he's got uh now he has strep throat going yep. on so the kid's really going through the ringer i wasn't so. joking when i said he could come on anytime yeah yeah and I, I appreciate it we got a few uh i don't want uh, uh without lack of a better term i have a few golden ticket holders on here that can get on whenever they want so you're obviously have, one of them. Ben Savakul's another one. Corey Hens is another one. Yeah, we and we, we. I mean, we've had a lot of money guests. You know, yeah. I try to get Connor on when he's interested or right. when he has something Connor's that he feels awesome. like saying. You know, Klinkner was a good guest. I wish he got his audio figured out because he. Oh, what a bummer! I re-listened to that and I really had to turn up my headphones when yep. he talked. But he was a good guest. Yes, absolutely. So, yeah, we got to we got to hunt down, you know, more. Because I think uh, what I'm trying to add to the program is just three people in the seat. We've done it before in person, and it works great. It works. So where three people work on here is when I eventually do get the video stuff working. Yeah. That's oh, what a nightmare for me <laughs> that's going to be. All you got to do is just pop up your phone. I'll get you like a ring light if you want to no, do it. No, I just I just mean like the way I'm going to look oh, for these next however many months. You're acting like I'm like Mr. Handsome Fuck. Oh, look at you go, Joe. Yeah, huh. I, I'm going to be the ugliest guy on here. I can promise you that. <laughs> Man. So I just got my uh, new OS motor. Yeah, what's the deal with that? You did, did you just like do enough racing last year or whatever that you blew through a motor or what? Well, that was my second year on my B05. Okay. And Sean already freshened it up once. I'm going to have it freshen up again and have him, um, and I'm going to have that as a backup. And then he, last year he freshened up an old Ninja B03. And that's a super solid motor, and it was super solid when I put it away. It's just not really fast, but it'll be perfect for Joe 3. Yeah. And that's going to Joe 3 going to run a buggy or a truggy? Buggy. Okay, cool. It was, I was going to go double truggy this year. Oof. But logistically, it just didn't work. No, tires, so Joey on a Z buggy, he barely ripped it at all last year. He went through Two sets of reflexes. That's That's it. awesome. Yeah, because he wasn't spinning his tire. You know, he was yep. just trying to get around the track. And it's like, yeah, yeah. So that's no big deal for tires. But, yeah, I just, Truggy seemed like such a good idea because we talked about it on here before because you got blue and green reflexes, and if you want to, you got triple Ds if you're a J-Con driver. That's hey, if you don't mind, real quick, just while it's fresh in my head. Yeah. Speaking of nitro buggy tires, um, longtime NNR, MNRC racer Ryan, is it Junker or Yunker? Yunker. So Ryan Yunker has has made the decision. He's not, he's not going to race for a while. He has 
an unbelievable amount of AKA tires, the tires that um, treads and um, yep. compounds that we use a lot in the MNRC series. He's looking to sell his lot. I I wish I was in the market for it. I feel like I would end up divorced if I bought it. Yeah. But the price is so good that somebody should absolutely buy it. You'll be set up for years. Uh, I think there's like a hundred sets of tires in wow. this lot, and he's selling them at a really good price. It just happens to be a high enough number that I couldn't, in good conscience, do it. Especially when I only race twice a year. Sometimes, like I planned on racing all year long basically the day that i got hurt yep and then two days later we've and you know and then i i ordered the e-buggy parts and then two days later we we found out we were meeting this family that had twin boys right right (laughs) everything changed really fast sure and for the better it's like they say it's like you make a plan and god laughs yeah yeah he goes the fuck you are (laughs) the fuck you are going racing ryan yeah i got plans for you yep yeah. So um So back to your nitro and Joey. And yeah, no, it's just so Joe's going to use my buggy from last year. I'm going to freshen up a couple things on that and my new RC8B4 should be here on Wednesday. Awesome. And I'm going to send him the how, buddy out. How excited to... are you? <sighs> Did I hear that I'm... No, I I know nothing about that car. Is it a is it a C-hub car no, or are they still it's doing a pillow pillows? Ball. It's a pillow ball. And you that's a car for you, right? Because you like a car that steers? Yes. I love a car that steers. Yep. But I also... Even to your detriment. You love grabbing inside pipes. I do. I do. And <laughs> I did it a bunch at the last race at the Toy Box a couple weeks ago. You know, that's one more thing. I'll get into that later because um, we're not there yet. But, um, man, I had so I had such a fucking blast racing at the Toy Box. It was when was that? Two weeks ago. Or what was so great about it? It was it was a nothing race and it was pure fun. Yeah. That's what was so damn fun about it. No points, no trophies. They had a little lunch with some giveaways. Joey won a shuffleboard set. <laughs> nice. It was the last race of the year and it was it was just pure fun. You know what I mean? Yeah, I um I miss racing there. I it it was maybe a little premature and silly to get rid of every single clay car that I have instead of just holding on to one, but I just I kept looking at it and looking at the tires and I'm like, man, if I use this one set of tires, I'm not going to have any clay tires. And it was like it was causing anxiety, so I, yeah. I just was like, yeah, get rid of it. I sold it to the guy Party Crashers. Yep. Forgive me, I forget his name. He's Chris. a really nice gentleman. Chris. Chris from Party Crashers. Yes. He came to the house, so we got to chit-chat a little bit. Awesome guy. Um, usually we don't do free advertising on this show, but no. I break my own rule all the time. Yeah, I know. Um, yeah, I, w- I don't know. It's You know, I could go run stock buggy with my carpet car. I could throw different mm. springs on. It takes me 30 minutes to do shocks. It, it can be done. I'm, and I'm going to prove it to myself next year. I'm going to go and use the one set of tires that I actually... Oh, crap. I sold those two. Um, ah, whatever. I've got a used set. <laughs> Anyways. I'm going to prove it to you. I, I can so, do it. And if I can't, I, at least uh, I'll like uh, I'll quit after round one and I'll call the rest of the races. But anyway, though, I have anxiety, more so anxiety 
right about, now about the new buggy. Just get the new eighth scale. Getting everything ready. So now I have to get two nitro vehicles ready. You have to build brand new two? No, one brand new one and then yep. rebuild another. Because once I yep. rebuild Joey's, like, I don't, because he doesn't pound stuff, you know. Even though he's crashes a lot, he's pretty easy on things. So sure. I, I don't have to go through the diffs, uh, all that crap. I just got to make sure the clutch is good in his car, and he's good to go for at least half the summer on a build. Mm-hmm. But so I got to do that. Then I got to get the AstroTurf cars ready for Thunder. I just finished the carpet cars for the last trophy race of Thunder Road this Saturday. And then I have to get my clay vehicles ready for the Omaha Spring Champs. The pro It's a pro-tech race coming up in Omaha the weekend of April 21st through the 24th. <sighs> I, so that's... Uh, the place is so cool. It is. I... I wish it was closer. You know, I mean, I'm glad it's not because it would it would shut down some tracks that we have. If, if it we were have something like that, if it was Des Moines, Des Moines, like if it's four hours instead of six, I would club race there. Yeah, I now used that to I have two eighth scales. It's it's doable to go do an eighth scale race, but I honestly don't want to go down there and be cold. I would prefer because my favorite. Even though I don't have a car for it, my favorite form of racing is 110 clay. Yeah. Indoor. Right. Um, I di- I wish I would have gone down there at some point. I I just didn't want to spend the extra money to go racing when we we have a ridiculous number of local tracks right now. The hotel. And, the hotel yeah. is what kills me. Sure. Yep. And you're right about the ridiculous amount of tracks. Um. Here's I used to do the whole techno series and all that, which is great. But then I'm like, man, the techno series was costing me five to $700 a race weekend. Whew. More like five. It, it cost me 700. Yeah, it, yeah Joe's it, wife. It's more like five. No, it cost me $700 one <laughs> time when I popped a servo. And in that same crash, because it was like negative five on the track, I shattered a brand new rim with the tire, so I had to replace those. Really? Yeah, the rim shattered. <laughs> uh, Dude, like Pablo tried to, take, tried to take one of my, I think I still had a Mugen MBX-7R. Yep. And those... If you remember, those arms struggled. Oh yeah, in the cold. Yeah, for sure. They a, struggled in the amazing, warm. It was it was still to this day the best nitro buggy that I've ever had at MNRC races. But um, I had, I gave it to Pablo to go down there and have fun. I gave him my oh, e buggy and no. my nitro buggy, and he just broke arms all weekend long yep. because he drives strapped and he crashes a lot. Yeah, yeah. I mean, not a lot. He crashes less than I do, but. Yeah. Right, right, right. Um, oh, wow. Anyway, um, sorry, I was just reading something about somebody getting DQ'd from PNB. Hot take. Anybody we know? No. Hot take. The Mugen MBX7R can still win in the proper hands. It's so good. It is. 
It's, because it's like it's like uh, help me out. What's the Kyosho that they had forever? MP9 and you could still run, could still run that MNRC, could you not? Oh yeah. Well, the difference between okay, the TKI4 was the best jumping car with the most grip, but it did lack a tick of corner speed to where the MBX7R had that tick more because there you're going from C hub to pillow ball so yeah the 7r had that little bit more steering but still had plenty of grip oh man i'd so that car i did what did i do i only raced like one mnrc that year with it and it was oh it was the first race of the year so yeah. it was it was at the, the dome the moto dome and that 30 minute nitro main was the most fun I ever had driving an RC car because I had, I had never done a full 30-minute main with pit stops, and then I fell in love with pitting for people right. at that event yep. too, which is that's actually my favorite thing to do on a on an outdoor race day. Sure, is is to pit for people. Yeah. Um, God, that car was good. That was also that was the same era. I can't remember what year it was. It was probably like 19 or 18. Is that's when I had my fire at FTR. Oh yeah, yeah. And Lucy was attached to my my racing tent, and I was up on the driver's stand. And oh man, I felt oh, like crap. Holy shit! Yeah, poor Lucy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, scared the heck out of her. You have you have one of the most well-behaved race dogs. Rufus had the other one, and he gave that fucking dog up. That still kills oh, me. Oh bummer. That still kills me. I, I love Rufus stories. I I have a cat named Rufus. Yep. And it's after him because he was <laughs> I didn't know him, but when I got into racing, he was such a character at the 510. Like we were always waiting for the guy. Yep. Uh and Sean never got on that guy's case and Sean was not shy to get on people when he was running right. his show at the 510. And he gave that guy a lot of rope, and I, I just his his program was so hilarious. You know, he always showed up halfway through the race day and didn't know where any of his bodies were or anything. <laughs> and he was he was so disheveled that I was like, and then it's just a great name. Rufus is an awesome name, and I lobbied for a couple of years to have that be my name for a child. <laughs> and yeah. Kim was like, absolutely no. Not. And. uh so I, I got a cat named Rufus out of the deal anyway. Yeah. So um, even with that new MBX-8R, that $850 car that they're touting. Is that is that like a wor- – do they still call that a world's car? Or they no, that la- the, the last one was world's car. Kay. This is an 8R. Then the next 8R will be a world's. Mm-hmm. They still don't have it right to the point of they're running MBX six arms. Ever since that eight platform came out, they're just not happy with it, and they're chasing shit. I mean, obviously Mayfield's winning with it. Did you notice that uh, Adam Drake was running forty plus buggy and not pro buggy? No, FPNB? but uh, he's been driving so good lately that they probably didn't even want to risk it for him to not be able to pit for Mayfield, correct? Right, right. His one-handed, the way he picks up the car and opens up the tank one-handed, I'm going to watch more video on that to be able to do that. Well, you don't have to watch more video. You just you have to go to the track and practice it. I I am able to do that. Yep. Um, 
that's one of the first things I started trying to do yep. when I was pitting for people. And that's sometimes I screw it up, so I don't always do it on race day because I'd rather be consistent than ultra super fast. Yeah. But um, when I was pitting for um, Connor quite a bit, and then uh, I had a lot of fun one year pitting a whole bunch of times for Pablo. Yeah. Um, I made a bunch of passes in the pits that yeah. year. So that was fun. Right, right. And that is fun for a pit guy. It, yeah. It's just yep. a blast. And it's, But it's such an – like, Connor doesn't listen to this show, but he could speak to it as uh, – huh? for fun, he goes and he, he's a supercross mechanic. Yep. Mostly to Jerry Robin, but to some other guys too once in a while. And you're just filled with anxiety the entire time because you don't want something to go wrong on your watch. Right, right. Uh-huh. And I haven't had enough flameouts in my 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 pitting career yep. to where I'm super because you when you flame out you have to slow your brain down. Right. Getting the car back in the pits, getting it fired, making sure you because it's an accidental pit stop, so you got to make sure you put fuel in it and all those things. Sure. So. What? Why? I thought Connor did listen to this show. Uh, I don't know. It Connor's I mean, so wishy-washy on no, it's RC. It's I can probably weird. talk about it. He was going to come on here. He had a huge rant on all of the things that that he can't <laughs> he can't stand about RC racing. And then he and, probably uh, just said, "Screw it." it. Yeah, exactly. He was like, "Ah, it's not even worth it." I so we try to keep him away from the races yeah. because we have so much fun when we go practice. Like sure. we. Uh, we get together and practice with touring cars or we practice with two-wheel drive buggies and um, we all have a blast when we do that. So Right. Sorry, I'm making noise. I had to it's grab fine. A, I had to grab a microfiber cloth. But it, he's just he's used to a different level of professionalism in racing oh, than that's... what we get in the RC community. So Yeah, I get that totally. Um... And he he has he has to be fair, I love the kid. He's he's one of my best friends. Um if I was having a wedding party, he'd totally be in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, he just he has unreasonable expectations, and he knows that. He, yeah. He's he's 100% aware that he shouldn't have the expectations that he has. He's a competitive human being. Yeah. Yep. And that's all there is. So should we get into PNB? Um, I think you got some. For race mo- results? Yeah. We got some moto sheets. Do you, should I talk about the race after moto sheets, or should we wait until we no, get? No, you, you you can start going, and then I'll I'll bring up. Um, it's going to be kind of hard to find. Oh, there's all of so the, many guys all of from the Minnesota. local results, but we we know a couple guys that that made the A mains that they entered in and whatnot. And we yeah. can we can mention them. But if you have stuff to talk about about the race, I know you have a rant, so you go right ahead. <sighs> so I thought about this, and my friend, a friend of mine who will, will remain nameless because I don't know if he wants to be related in the subject but we've been having a talk about the difference between funsters and racers Mm -hmm. when you're looking at in at a thousand forty entries no way that's what they had a thousand and forty entries holy at a hundred dollars a class and it takes you how much in gas to drive there or how much in flight in a hotel 
because we had guys that drove there and stayed in campers. We had guys that flew down and stayed in hotels <laughs> to where you're waiting in line for an hour or two for a quick practice to where I know it was an exaggeration, but Ryan Lutz said at one point there were 60 people on the track practicing in one time. Wow. I'm guessing is more like 30, 35. Yeah, even so, though. That's insane. Insane. Dude, what the fuck? Four, yeah. 42 second laps. They were started around 50 with the sportsman guys, but, you know, guys our speed were doing them around like 42, 43 second laps. Um, Can you imagine the bag of money that they left town with? By the way, that track looked awesome. Oh, the track looked awesome, and it looked like it held together well. Yeah. But I couldn't stomach to watch any of the mains because <laughs> those racers that aren't pros, and I've said this before on this podcast, don't go to a race just because you get contact with pros. They're not special people. They don't like you. They might be friendly to you, but you're not going to be friends with those guys. Right. For real. I mean, it's just the way it is. Yep. Um, a good example, like, uh, I, yeah, I'm not going to say it. I'm not going to say it. Um, Come on, Joe. We don't even have any sponsors, and we haven't for a long time. But I... Nope. <laughs> nope, nope, oh, nope. Joe, Joe Jr. hitting the brakes on the... Ran out of talent I'm show. hitting the brakes because I am. I actually consider myself friends with okay. the person, and then the person that was sitting next to us I'm, was. I'm just gonna stop you right there because people are gonna be pissed that we continue to yeah. talk about it, but don't talk about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly, so. exactly. I get so, annoyed at that. Uh, too. Ryan Mayfield. How yeah. old is he now? Thirty-five or six. Five or six years ago, they were saying he's too old. He's not going to be able to keep this up. The dude is still winning A-mains. Do you want to know why? Because he yeah. he turned it down 10%. He, you think he did? He's not, not. Yeah, he didn't get the fastest lap. He's not driving 100% strapped. Not he's, even close. I. So he's the best ever, right? Off-road, yes. Yeah. Um, is, is Masami the best on-road? Masami's or is one of the newer guys? Masami, so the GOAT thing, and it's like this in MMA too. Like you how can't s- compare arrows no. and all that. Right. Um, if you were to say GOAT for on-road, eh, on-road, it would have to be between dude, Joel Johnson and Masami, between those two. Josh Cyril with the honorable mention because he's got 39 Roar National titles. Let me throw this at you. Is Masami the GOAT because he was basically the GOAT of both at the same time? Um, He was the GOAT for the longest period. Yeah. Because for a while, um, Hara was up there. Sure. And there were a couple other guys Wait, that uh, were up. The, the Hara from recent? Atushihara. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Who lost his ride at HB I in what was it? No, he didn't lose his ride. He was um So he was a badass on road guy? Oh yeah. Okay. One of the best I, I wanna say it's Hara versus Masami, one of the best paved touring car races ever. Cool. It was one of Masami's last races in two thousand and nine. 
man, he was still at the top level then, huh? Yeah. He was racing in the eighties. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Masami's a bomb. Uh, <laughs> and he still, you know, promotes the living hell out of racing. Sure. How did we get on this? How did well, we get we from Ian to Masami? Because you were asking if Mayfield was a goat. God, he's so good. I would say uh, he is absolutely the fastest person that races a scale that has never won an a scale world championship. And I think Fend is going to beat him this year. No, Fend's not going to win a Worlds. I think Fend's going to win a Worlds. No, because being fast, if being fast enough was enough, he would have, Fend would have like four of them by now. I think mm, all of his stuff, all of his uh, world steals were failures. All that, all the fast laps and averages and stuff are screwed up because of the, the Joker lane. Yeah, fucking, that's another, I mean, cool. Damn it. Yeah, that, it is cool, but when you for a guy that didn't watch the whole main, I watched ten minutes of it when I was prepping for the show. Um, yeah, I can't really tell you what happened last time. Joe Bornhorst on the podium. You want to know PNB. why? Because we're going to talk about this later on in a question. Because on that S works, they're using the H B rear end. Oh, I is he's an S works driver now? Yes. Was that last year too? No. That okay. was silly season. Okay. Um, yeah, so Mayfield, um, I don't know if he got a, uh, a free lap or not. He he didn't finish an entire lap up. Looks like he finished maybe not. I don't know. It says one lap, but I can't tell if it was a full lap or not. Anyway, he might have got that free lap, which, man, that must have felt good. To cap, you know, to have that victory lap. Yeah. How cool are those, by the they way? They are nice. So Fend finishes second. He was wicked fast. Joe Bornhorst third. Spencer Rubkin fourth. Mason Fuller fifth. How about Mason Fuller? He's... He he won uh, e buggy, right? Yes. How crazy is that? Yes, and his brother's not too far behind him. Who are they driving for again? HB. Okay. Yeah, good for them. I I was yeah. uh, I was torn. I I wanted to build an HBE buggy, but I thought it made sense to stick with the nitro platform that I already had. But it does. Uh, if well, just for arms and stuff on race day. If mm, I'm not gonna for, go there for <laughs> spare parts. I don't have so, any spare parts. Yep. Yep. Like not one. So anyway. Anyway, so Ty Testman six. Yep. Brandon Rose seven. Cole Ogden eight. Jackson Brunson nine. Pavita's 10. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, Feelong win, 11. Little bump. Seth Van Dalen. What? Little bump. That's, that, oh, is that what that, they call him? Yep, little bump. Oh, that's a little guy, right? Like yeah, he's, he's 11, 10, 11. He uses a stick radio. 11 years old with a stick radio, and he's in the pro main. That's, he is, that's so cool. He uh, made a big splash at DNC, too. Anyway, keep going. Cool. Cole Tollard, 13. Love that kid yep. and his dad. Uh, I met them like six years ago at Trackside, and they okay. were super nice to yep. me. Jared Wiggins, 14. Ryan Lutz, 15. Lee Setzer, 16. Jared Tebow, 17. Only he did a full main. He must have had some rough stuff go on. Flame Tyler out, Jones, 18. Yeah. Hey, everybody in the main made it. They yeah. all finished the race. How'd... Where did Seth Eight... finish? 12th. 12th, gotcha. Looks like he started 18th, so he must have bumped in, Yeah, correct? he bumped in. It was the last bump. Cool. 
so anyway, before we get into this, so I know logistically they couldn't have done it, but I would feel totally robbed if I went to that race and they took away a qualifying heat. Oh, they took a round away? Yeah, it's supposed to be three rounds. Sure. They but I mean, it... they're, they're doing their typical thing, right? They're running until all hours of the morning. Yeah, and... yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many people on the staff get sick after that race. Oh, I know. Um, and how many of those guys barely make any money to do it because the organizer probably, you know, takes a big freaking sack of cash looking like Santa Claus busting out of town. So he made uh, $104,000. Yeah. I would say he probably put 30 back into the race all said and done. He sure. Probably, and which is fine. He probably walked away with seventy four grand, which would be awesome. Man, good for him. I'm not against people making money. Nope. I'm against people not getting their value. Yep. You know what I well, mean? Well, that's that's people's own fault for going to that race, isn't it, Joe? Dude, I don't know what you'd have to do. I don't Cause know. Because I don't go to races like that because I know what to expect. Here's the deal. I'm not a funster. And don't get me wrong by because there's a lot of. Funst. I don't take offense to it. I have a ton of fun when I race RC cars, and sometimes you don't. There's a lot of funsters out there that can beat me. Right. I used to be a funster. I used to be one of those guys that didn't care, drink beer at the track, all that. But yep. guess what? Life got serious. My money started to matter where it went. Yep. And fuck, if I went there, I, I don't know. I would, I would probably lose my shit. <laughs> I'm. You would have a Joe moment. I would have a Joe moment on the race organizers. <laughs> I would take them down and throw elbows. No, you stop it. No, not really. You're not taking not yourself really. to jail. You're not put. You're not yeah. that dumb. You're not going to jail. Not we, for we, that. We, we would right. like to though, because I, I, I have the same personality. I walk around wanting to punch certain individuals on a daily basis. But you see, but I Ryan, I it. can. What the the difference is, is I'm confident I can. That's, I think I'm I th I think I'd be pretty nasty in a fight. You might be I, a street I, fight. I because I would not. I've told people this a million times. There's no way I would fight fair. Why would no, I? No, exactly. I'm five foot nine. I'm not very built. I I would not fight fair. I saw a funny meme that says, "Oh, jujitsu wouldn't work on me in a street fight. I would <laughs> I would bite and I'd kick you in the nuts. And I'd pull your hair." And the meme says, I'd do all those things too, plus I'd use jiu-jitsu. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, uh, no, but seriously, the dude, awesome track. Yeah. Uh, it was an event, not a race. It looked really cool. What I like is they'd, it doesn't look like they have jumps that throw you 50 feet right. in the air and, and ruin electronics right, anymore. Right, right. Which I think it. is a good thing. It is a good thing. Because the, the race isn't a joke anymore. Yeah. My money matters to me, Ryan. Yep. And that you're not getting your value. And, yep. you know, I used to be one of those, like I said, I used to be a funster. Now I'm a racer. Now, next week on the 21st, I'm going to the Spring Champs, and I'm going to... Yes. I'm going to use, it's going to be about 150, 160 entry race. Yep. And I'm going to use all of Thursday to practice. Yep. Because I paid money to be there. And God damn it, I'm going to get my track time. Mm-hmm. 
there is no track time, and then people are bitching because, you know, the pros had people standing in line for them and blah, blah, blah. Yep. It's like, hey, man, that's how the game's played. Man, I'd, if I was not getting paid for that, I would tell my buddy to pound sand. Oh, exactly. I'm sure people were getting paid. Ty Tessman had his dad do it, all that yep. shit. Ugh. Would, how bad would that suck to be stuck next to, uh, forgive me, what's his name again? Gord? Gord in for like two hours in line. You're yeah, like, oh no, my god. I want it. I want it, but <laughs> um Hey, you want to be an X ray racer? No, no. I, I want to go pay retail for a different car and have it cost less. Yeah. <laughs> than your racer deal. Right, right. No, you're right. It's just one dude, I don't think that they expected this. I think they expected more around that seven fifty eight hundred range. Yeah. Ah, oh, God, I keep knocking on my mic, reaching for things. I have I have Pro Nitro Truggy, okay. a main result. So you can it. just interject yourself and, and stop me at any point. So yep. uh, Dakota Fend, fastest guy of the weekend. He got a, a, a TQ and a win in Nitro Truggy. Mayfield started third, finished second. Mason Fuller, having an unreal weekend, started second, finished third. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rivkin finished fourth, Ogden fifth, Jared Tebow sixth, Tyler Jones seven, Ty Tessman eight. What's going on with that dude? Uh, I don't know. Should probably leave home and get laid. He No, he's got a girlfriend or wife now. Yeah, w- no way. Do they stay all in one bed, you think? I don't like know. Like a California king? I don't know, man. I like don't the know. the whole family. I don't know. Joe doesn't want to touch that one. Ryan doesn't have any sponsors, so he doesn't care. No, it's uh, I, I don't care. It's just I don't have anything clever to say, Ryan. <laughs> sure. Cavalieri, he finishes 10th. I, I, I mean, if, if the dude's a dick or whatever, I don't know why, but I, I like the guy. Never, maybe it's his it's his paint scheme, I I've, think. I've met him a few times. He's never been a dick. He's cool. indifferent, like most pros. Yeah. Well, good for him, yep. like, for putting up a bit of a wall. You know, um, I've the modern era really doesn't have any quote-unquote dicks. Yep. Like, the dicks were... Well, what if you, like, sawed off Mayfield's front end in a main? Yeah, I would never... If I were ever in a main with Mayfield, fuck. I don't know. Like, if he came to Dollar and ran Vortex back yeah. with me... <laughs> I would saw his ass off. He would throw his radio at you so hard. And and I like I would relish in it. <laughs> because A, you're not gonna come after me. You're not that dumb. And if you if you are that dumb, I I'm at least gonna get the cops to come and cuff you. I'm probably not gonna press charges. But I'm at least gonna get a picture of you <laughs> in the back of a cop car so that I could use on the next show. Dude, I would love that you would go to that extremes for this show. <laughs> <laughs> just in general, just to have that. Anyway, I, I love yeah. the guy um, watching him race. I, I was going to say, I love watching him race. Yeah. And that... he's, he's, for me, he's James Stewart. He's Bubba Stewart of RC. Um, we're, we're catching, obviously, like the end of the peak now, but holy crap, how long is that peak right. going to go on? Right. So uh, Jackson Brunson, 13th. I think I skipped Joe Bornhorse, finished 12th. Uh, Cole Tollard, 14th. Jared Wiggins, 15th. Evan Vale, 16th. Ryan Lutz, 17th. Seth Van Dalen, 18th. He, 
he was about four minutes short of the main, but man, 17 out of the 18 trucks finished the whole race and yeah. 18 out of the 18 buggies did. Dude, that's because uh, it's a quality track. It was huge. Sure. It was gigantic. Yeah. But it was quality. There was nothing so that, stupid that was going to bite you. That's all I'm going to do for results. That's fine. Um, I do uh, want to give shout-outs to our, our Minnesota, Wisconsin, whatever, regional area. Yep. Kyle Quast, he made A-mains in the classes that he entered. Took fifth I in saw Sportsman Drew Dockin. Yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I said he took fifth in Sportsman Buggy. Awesome. I saw uh, Drew Dockin finished or got into some A-mains too. Yeah. And do you do you know anybody else that was getting into the mains that they wanted to? I don't know. I know KP and Chels both had a little bit of a rough time. Okay. Well, I hope they had fun. At yeah. Least. Exactly. And like I um, said, I Joe Scaramel was there. So my question for you, because my immediately immediate thought after this is, they're going to have a couple more races like this to where it's going to be huge entry counts. Yep. But I think the bottom's going to fall out of it. Sure. I think that, um, and it's not going to be gradual either. It'll go like one race, they'll have It'll like, be like e-buggy nats yeah, that one year? Yeah, it'll be like 1,000 entries one race and then like 320 the next. Mm-hmm. Which, you know what, though? Good for those 320 people. They're going to have a freaking blast. Dude, I've been to a couple of races that size. And every time they were ran well, but even that felt too big for me. <laughs> sure. Because I get bored. Like at uh, INS last year, I ran three classes I because I was bored. Yeah. I wasn't going to run three classes, but I ended up running my stadium truck too. And that's <laughs> the class I had the most fun in. Sure. So, yeah, man. I don't know. Um I'm not so yeah, happy. That's, that I'm, was PNB. Yeah, I, um, cool track, cool everything. I'm so disappointed. And, you know, there are racers like um, Drew Spurgeon. He had one of the best race reports I read. And he it partly agrees with me and then it disagrees with me at the end because it goes PNB, 24 hours of practice. That's all they got. They should have maybe even opened up practice on Thursday, but they didn't. He goes, sure. crazy, long-ass lines, stupid, 1,000-plus entries, ignorant, 700 by 700 track, just dumb, 13 hours between runs, fucked up, 30 degrees and snowing, ridiculous. <laughs> Running, where, does that, where does that take place? Tennessee. Okay. Running mains at 2 a.m., retarded. A $100 entry fee, outrageous. Only two quals, disrespectful. Nine-hour drive, idiotic. But then he goes, hanging out with some great friends all weekend and setting a new undisputed all-time joker lap record. Fucking priceless. (laughs) So Uh, At least he was able to have some fun in some form. He says... You know, it's one race a year and blah, blah, blah. Well, the problem is it's going to be more than one race a year until it dies. Sure. And then it's going to – that. I, I I have a feeling. So things go in a cir- circular motion in RC. You've been in it long enough to see yeah, it. Yeah, you pay the quarter, you get on the ride, it goes up and down. Yeah. Around. 
circular <laughs> circle with the music. Yeah. Like All good things. Kevin Nealon. Anyway, <laughs> so it the bottom's going to fall out of these big one-off races at non-permanent tracks. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think DNC will always be a thing and things like that, but all these race time entertainment and all that, people are going to get sick of it and they're just going to stay at home and be like, I spent 1400 bucks to go here. That's a <laughs> lot of club racing. That's a lot of kits, you know? It is. I mean, I'm just at the point to where it does not hurt to go racing. Good. But that feeling's still there. Mm-hmm. So, yep, the, the buyer's remorse sometimes. The buyer's remorse and, shit, did, do I, did I do that right? Do I have enough money to put gas in my tank? That right. Can, you know? <laughs> there were times where it was, ooh, $20 to enter a club race or $20 in my gas tank. <laughs> That's, that, that is... People will laugh because it's toy cars, but I totally get it because that's the passion of racing. It is. And I've been there at many different points in my life. Oh, yeah. When I was younger, it was my family, and when I was older, it was me. Right, right. You know, I haven't been that strapped in quite a while, but I've been that strapped before. And sure. I know what it t- – if I spend that type of money to go to a race, I want the value. That's what I think is really cool about RC. Uh, John Wieda hit on this when we were talking briefly at the Motorhead Madness race, is it's so diverse. Like, where else do you see billionaires and millionaires getting together and racing with people that can barely scratch enough money together to get to that race and to have a peanut butter and jelly sandwich while they're there? Yep. And everybody has a blast. They all share a passion of racing. Um when I was yeah. that when I was that broke, it was my absolute goal to beat everybody that was earned higher than me. <laughs> Absolutely, like, I hear you. The I... more you earned, and I beat you, the more it was worth it. It's like, oh my god! You got to take those little victories where you can. When when I was a a one twenty five B class racer when I was seventeen, yep, I was taking my bike to the track with an eighty seven and a half Beretta. And, yeah. an open, and an open trailer that somebody would not, you know, give me 50 bucks for. Right. And we were we were leaving with number one trophies. And does that matter today? No. No, but it did not then. Not at all. Yeah, it did then. And you know what? When you think about it, you probably still feel pretty. You probably look back and go, God damn it, I did that. It was so cool. Because yeah. we didn't need the excess. Right. Um, The excess came. My, my stepdad, like had a meteoric rise in yep. his career right and by the by the end of my racing days we we had a nice little you know we, we yeah we weren't like the rich guys of rc that we know that right, get to right. do it very lavishly because yes. they've done well for themselves yes but i was doing it very comfortably and sure. um it was each of it had their their ups and downs i i miss staying in a tent and and waking up and being stinky in the morning and, and going to the creek and <laughs> wash it. was It was all right, fun. Right. You know, I just put, I just figured out the reason I race just now. Yeah. Because I can look back at it and say, God damn it, I did that. Yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. And, you know, I'm nowhere 
you know, if if we were racing class levels, I would probably be a B at the best. Mm-hmm. If you're doing motocross style, but it is great to look back and say, "How did I pull that one off?" And I <laughs> did that when they had twice the equipment, and you know, it's it's, it's just awesome. It's such good memories, and it is the passion that drives that. It um. I, I will never forget my first MNRC race. I, I had a TLR 3.0 e-buggy, yep. Yep. and I was in the Sportsman Main. It was it was my first year racing and my first MNRC race, and I was uh, battling one of the Hinses and, um, shoot, help me out, Seth's younger brother. Uh, Zach. Had, yeah, Zach Van Dalen. He had that awesome uh, e-truggy yep, back yep. when nobody – had one he probably had and, the um, kyosho conversion back then yeah I, I have no idea but anyway i i had a 2200 in that thing it was turned all the way up and because i was a sportsman level driver and that's what sportsman level drivers do because it's not the it's not the driver you know you know yeah. it's not his fault that he doesn't know anything it's the car's not fast enough right so turn that baby up put a little boost in it maybe so you can make that pass at the end of the straight and go cartwheeling <laughs> into the first turn but anyway i did exactly that and it was one of those blown out years where the car would disappear yep yep and i broke the car on like lap five or something like that when i was trying to pass for the lead gotcha and that's when i hammer fisted the the driver's (laughs) stand and broke my hand in a sportsman race in a sportsman Ah. race against (laughs) kids that were less than half my age (laughs) damn Oh gosh, the things that you think matter in the moment—it's just hilarious. I know, I know. I would have done the same thing, <laughs> and I would have said, "God damn, MF for all that in front of those <laughs> kids half my age." <laughs> we're uh, we're 48 minutes in. We we only got through one set of results, but it, okay. it was a big weekend actually. So Trackside Hobbies had their buggy champs. Sure. And Clayton Cardaluca and Kyle Holmberg went. There, there might have been more local guys, but I, I talk to those guys on a regular basis. Yep. So let me get my report up real quick. Okay. Kyle says, rocket round sucks. People drive cleaner when it's qual points. Track was good. Little one-lined. Clayton doesn't have much luck in four-wheel drive. Yeah. I had some good starts in the mains. Got up to third in two-wheel drive on the first lap just to get taken out in the next corner. I finished third in four-wheel drive and back of the pack in two-wheel drive after getting taken out twice. Kyle Kyle also says about the race, I need to check Clayton's set screws on every single car going forward for him, (laughs) whether it's a pinion gear or a set screw for drive shafts. (laughs) Um, Clayton says, I ran mod two-wheel drive and four-wheel drive. I never put in a clean run all weekend. Had some luck in the four-wheeled main. Good weekend of turning laps at a different track on slicks. And I need to bring earplugs in order to sleep in a hotel with Kyle again. He <laughs> snores like a mother effer. <laughs> I, I woke up and thought I was in a zombie movie. Oh, so man. When se- <laughs> okay. Both Senior and I snore. I snore less since I've lost a bunch of weight. Yeah. Senior needs to get a CPAP. Um, but Joe 3, we got to make sure he's asleep first or he can't fall asleep when we both fall asleep because we're all snoring like crazy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> at the last race we all went to together in Muscatine, 
senior the hotel room we got was cool it had three queen beds but it's like it was like a suite so senior got one room and then joe three and i took the two queen beds in the other room i could just barely hear them but it didn't bother me i think that's the way to go from now on right on yeah so that was that was the race at buggy champs i'm sure it was freaking awesome because trackside is a great track i want to go to that one time it's just i it just always falls at such a funky time right you don't have a wheeler either so it'd be well i could take my carpet wheeler and do a setup you were just scoffing at me like 30 minutes ago see the difference of what i i would put a full (laughs) setup in sure 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 well i i mean i was like i'll move the pills around i'll i'm I'm more apt to make changes now because I have to in right. touring car. Right. So I'm I'm not as lazy in the pit as right. I used to be. You but know, I do struggle to get it all done because I like to socialize while I'm there. Yeah. And then this show it, it just promotes socializing. Yep. At the racetrack sure. too because more and more – I mean – we're not getting crazy listener numbers, I wouldn't think, but more and more people are listening, we're, at we're least getting regionally. About 2,000 downloads an episode at this no point. No kidding. That's awesome, Well, Joe. we've gotten episodes up there, up there. And I'm yeah. not going to go too far into numbers. We've gotten 20,000 an episode before. Oh, that's cool. Was I on it? Yes. Okay. Yes. A little fist pump there. I think so. Um, but 510, yeah, go ahead. Uh, what I was going to say is... I get what you mean, and what guys like us need, what John Weida did, with every car after run, after a run, we need a checklist to go through. Yep. Like when John Weida runs his 12 scale, he's got, it looks like a long checklist. It is a long checklist, but once you get used to running through it, it takes you 15 minutes. Yeah, it takes all of 45 seconds to check, tweak, Yeah. And- so on and so forth. Right. Right. So anyway, yep. go ahead. Uh, so the 510 Raceway, they had their season finale this year. Um, mod four-wheel drive buggy, A-Main, Sam Savakul, Chris Maluli, and Caden Voss. Nice. Looks like Sean was there racing, so yep. that's cool. Let's check Truggy then. Uh, da 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 Sean Van Dalen, winning Truggy, followed by Jake Savakul, and Stu. Stu. Oh, John Wieda. Yeah, John. I forgot was there. that. He went racing at the five ten. So he got himself a fourth in um in mini truggy. Nice, and he never ever runs clay, so that's pretty damn right. good. Right. He he's just yeah, he's all around so good. I I've seen him wheel the heck out of an e buggy up in in Duluth. If he wanted to, he could be top five at every M N R C event. Yep. With yeah, he, but, I mean, he who... did he he did nitro buggy back in 2011, and I think he dicked around with a truggy or something since then. Yeah, like 17 or 18, somewhere in there. Yep. If he wanted to, and if he put his efforts towards it, that's the thing. I don't think he likes putting his efforts towards it. (laughs) Well, no, it's he does it how I like doing it. He he gets his racing kicks in in the winter. Well, yeah, and he knows what it takes, the maintenance and all that, to be fast and all that, and I don't know if he wants it. See, my maintenance program, I should be so much faster than I am. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're doing the you're doing it right. I'm doing the maintenance right. I'm yep. just doing everything else not so right. <laughs> sure. But well, at least I, you're doing that part. That's really frustrating well, that's when it's thing. 
if I was doing poor maintenance, my results would be even worse. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's frustrating because it's, it's 100% on you. It is. You take it really hard when you make a mistake like that and don't tighten a nut and it ruins your – or like, do you, do you remember when – um. When Conrad's the front end of his car just fell off. Yeah. When he was when he was coming up when he was young. Yeah. Oh God, I'll never forget it. Conrad, I hope you're having fun. Uh, I don't, I don't know if we're gonna see him at races or not this summer. Why is I that? Know he's, I know he's getting older. Yeah, he's growing up. There's there's more fun things to do. There's there's Tinder. There's cars. Yeah. Um, we get it. Well, but, um, God, he... I love that story. Did I ever tell you the first time I met him? No. So it was 2016. Yep. I had just started racing Nitro again. It was round one of the MNRC. I had just given up the microphone. Um, There's this kid there with his dad with this fucked up off-brand e-buggy. I don't even know what it was. And they broke something. And his dad comes up and he's like, Steve, you know, we knew, we learned his name at that time. He goes, do you have about a dozen zip ties I can use? We're like, (laughs) uh, what? (laughs) (laughs) For what? (laughs) Yeah. He's like, well, the A-arm broke. It's like, it's not going to work, but you can try. Yeah. You know, that's one of those weekends. I think he actually left early because nobody had anything to fix his car Mm -hmm. but you know we met him and then we learned yeah i love the whole family yeah yep so yeah the bizey family they're a great group of people they're fun people conrad turned himself into a great little racer in a matter of a couple years too yep yep super fun to run mini truggy with um So, yeah, 17.5 spec buggy. Corey Hins takes the win there. Carter Gosh second, and Lonnie Walls third. So it's a 1-2 finish for Team Brainerd. Nice. Mod two-wheel drive. Torot. Torot just, just racing wherever they race two-wheel drive buggies. Um, takes the win in mod two-wheel drive. Joey Fitzsimmons on the two slot, and Alec Hins in the three. Mod two-wheel drive truck. Terrell Harris. Finishes first there. Brandon Brown, old uh, Brainerd BMX name there, finishing second. Congratulations cool. to him. Jake Glander, Mr. Mugen, finishing third. Mm-hmm. 13-5 Wheeler, Chris Maluli, Caden Voss, Ryan Sobchak. Sobe, Sobe Samsung Suzuki makes his way out to the 510. Good for him. Pro 4, Sam Savakul, Stu, and Ben Savakul. They were probably having a riot mm-hmm. the entire time. Stock Buggy, Alec Hins, Terrell Harris, Corey Hins, a lot of Hins on the podium. Right. Uh, Sportsman, Mason Burke, one, Lonnie Walls, two, Keith Hodges, three. He's all over the place. He's racing yeah. Fortech Spec at Dollar Hobbies Raceway. Get yourself a Fortech. And Doug Reek, honorable mention in fourth you know what so that was the 510 keith hodges took our advice he got a mini truggy but he put a 10.5 in it good for him and he was getting that thing around the toy box pretty damn solid yep that is exactly how you finish races yeah and you know because mini truggies are so stupid fast they are 
They really are. But when you when you're wheeling them at the toy box, it's it's hard for a spectator to follow that class. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> uh, Dollar Hobbies went racing. Uh, all I'll say about that is that in all of on road in Minnesota, the the Traxxas Fortec 2.0 spec class, which is the birth child of myself and John Schroer, mm-hmm. was the largest class of the weekend. Yep. So. John Schroer won that one. Ryan Eichema. Is it Eich? Yeah. I keep asking you. It's, um, Ike I, I Ike? say Eichema. I think it's Ike. Yeah. Ike. Caleb Romanik yep. finishing third. Uh, Victor Umbra. He made his way back to Dollar Hobbies. Or nice. um, Umba. Um, shit. I'm sorry, Victor. I know your first name is Victor. And I can <laughs> pronounce that. So, got half of it. So, that was going on at Dollar Hobbies. I think Matt Campbell took the win in touring car that's correct over at mmr my buddy and my one of my mentors for touring car jeff choban uh switched his stock touring car over to usgt because it is a blast at mmr uh he finished fourth in that andrew mowry takes the win his usgt program is very hard to beat right now chad neiman screaming chad neiman finishing second and doug the Stealth Bomber Osted in third. Nice. If you take a look at his car, you will know why I call him that. You cannot see that freaking thing on the track. <laughs> you can't. It's yeah. I don't know what color it is. It's not like black black, but it's it's dark enough on the CRC right. that it blends right in. Right. And who else did that? Victor. Victor built himself a Fortech Spec 2.0. And brought it out to Dollar Hobbies Raceway because that is what smart people getting into on-road racing do. And he painted his car black. Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh, guys, you can't do it. And if you do it, please don't stop yeah. anywhere on the track. Yeah, no kidding. Because we can't, even when you have a brightly colored car, on-road is so fast that we can't see you far yeah. enough ahead. Yep. So yep. To, don't stop anywhere. And if you have a black car, please don't stop. Yep. I hope he didn't do that at all. Oh, I know, I know. But if he did, that's the car to do it with. It's a $230 kit. You can get it at Dollar Hobbies Raceway. This is the last time I'll say that for free. Yeah. Probably not. I was going to say, I'll be, oh, I'll be pumping that class as hard as I can I for as long as I can. I get why so, you're doing it, and it is just hard, harder and harder keeping that free. <laughs> it's, it is, it's my, I'm giving, I'm trying to give back. I know. To racing. And it's the birth child of John Schroer said something to the effect one night on a, either on a post or in a message that, man, I wish I wish Dollar was just off road all the time. And I said, you stop right there and I'll tell you what needs to happen. Yeah. We need X, Y and Z to get on road going again. And yep. then like huge shout out to John. Fifteen minutes later, he had the idea for the class, and then we started banging it out together. Nice. And then I just, I, I blasted it as much as I could on Facebook to get the word out, and um, I kind of hope and pray that people hold on to their cars long enough to get the season going this fall. Okay. Because we're about, we're about to hit the end. We are at the end of the indoor season. The, the entries are going to dwindle. Dollar kind of becomes a practice track in the summertime. Yep, yep. And um, that that just is what it is. We all want to be outside, whether we're racing or doing something else. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So Moto Sheets, I'm basically done. Yeah, I'm done with Moto Sheets. Okay. Should we get into some notes or? Yeah, yeah. So if I, if you don't mind, we can hit the Racers Minute, which is our random shout-outs. Uh, sorry, we don't have any intros. It's the Racers Minute. Dude, I got to you by get, nobody. Yeah. I got to uh, get up. Uh, <laughs> uh, my shout-out is I want to thank everybody that's reached out about these babies um it's it's the sorry i'm getting i'm getting emotional now um dude yeah I get it's the it, highlight man. of my life it's, it is it's the best thing that's ever happened to me i i love being a dad and uh i didn't think it was ever gonna happen so shout out to all you guys everybody that had i had a lot of profound conversations with people that i even barely know in rc yep and i want to thank everybody for that um i feel like a lot of people have been there for me and i appreciate that um second shout out is <laughs> aiden burke he's i don't know why but he's my number one fan <laughs> and i love the guy for it i finally started listening to the extra lap rc podcast and i'm so glad that i did i love his show i love his voice um He's got such a smooth British accent. I always said he's got the smoothest RC podcast voice. Always. It's it's so good. And it and he has a really neat variety of Engl- English accents on his show. It sounds like a lot of those guys are from different regions. Oh, they are cuz then it's like Martin comes on. He's still he's got a nice voice and then here comes Joey's hello. It's like all oh, fuck. <laughs> It's like it's a um, Joey episode. Yeah. God damn it. No, just kidding. I, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the coolest thing about RC Podcasts is, is it's kind of like OnlyFans. It is. In that everybody promotes everybody because a, a rising tide raises all ships. Speaking so. of, do you think uh, people would pay for, like, if I did, like, a OnlyFans but RC <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Yeah, I would pay to see what the heck kind of train wreck that is. Definitely. Um, Dude. There's... There's a, a certain Supercross podcast that went to subscription only. Yeah. So obviously the numbers dropped way down, but it sounds like everybody that's willing to pay for it is getting a super high quality product. I, I've been um, thinking so about it does work. I've been thinking about doing a Patreon, but the thing like you know podcast. That's just people donating to what no, we're doing. I don't honestly, but, Joe. So like, I don't know why you haven't had a Patreon for the last three years because it. It promotes charitable donation. Well, so because, it, well, we did get a chari- charitable donation. I, I forgot to mention it when we got it, but uh, Cromulent Designs. They make uh, sweet um, foam molds to cut for carpet, you know, because oh, you're... cool. Yeah, because your foams are oversized. Yep. Um, they make nice car stands. They make charger stands, all that. And they have the best rc brand name in the business if you're a simpsons fan like what i don't remember that oh god hold on i'm kind of curious if you can i'm gonna pause this just for a second well i I can keep rapping yeah because i i don't know if you can hear like if i play youtube on here i don't know if you can hear it no i'm not gonna hear it the only way you could do that is if you did it on your phone and you held it up to your microphone and in a way that you know, the levels worked out. Yep, yep. Hold on, let's but see. It, it's, I'm sure it's doable with your software, but we, you know, we don't know. We're yeah. not super professional well, podcasters, right? So this is why I want to start with StreamYard soon, 
and yep. start doing video because I'd be able to pull this up and this would play through the whole thing. Yeah. Um, so while you're doing that, uh, the driver's meeting, which is the new racers segment, also brought to you by nobody, um, buy a Fortech. Yeah. If, if you want to, because A, you can go play with it in a parking lot this summer. You can yep. get to know the car a little bit. You can see uh, what might break. Yeah. So Dude. you'll know what kind of um, spares you want to bring to the track. Because come this fall, Fortech 2.0 spec, I hope it's it's going to turn right up again where we left off. Because our little baby grew up so much yeah. in four weeks' time. Right, right. I hear And you. we're going to try to keep it fun. We're going to try not to piss you know, a whole lot. Of, we're going to piss people off along the way with with changes and updates that we make. Mm-hmm. But they're they're only they're only going to be something that we deem necessary for the health of the class. And it at some point it might piss somebody off like, oh, I just bought such and such body. And it's like, well, go practice with it because you're going to ruin it hmm. at an on road track within, you know, a few race days anyway. Yeah. Do you hear that at all when I'm hitting play? I'm not hearing anything. Sorry, Joe. Oh, that's what, fine. What is? What was it again? Cromulent. Yeah. So, um, cromulent. So, um, M- Mrs. Hoover and Mrs. Kravopel are sitting in the back during a presentation, smoking their cigarettes. <laughs> and Mrs. Kravopel goes, um, they're talking about the word embiggens and how Jebediah Springfield says something about embiggens. Embiggens the smallest man. Krabappel goes, embiggins, you know, I never heard of that word until I moved to Springfield. And uh, Miss Hoover goes, I don't know why, it's a perfectly cromulent word. (laughs) So she made up another Simpsons word right on the spot there. Yes. (laughs) And then they didn't offer a definition or anything. No, no. Oh, that's cool. I I like that little tidbit. I, I was never super super into the simpsons but there is one episode that i quote all the time to my wife it's the one where uh bart is is windmilling his arms and lisa (laughs) is kicking her feet and they're saying you know if you come towards me and you get hit it's your fault so when my kids are fighting i always say that (laughs) yeah it's it's a classic episode right yeah there was Um, um so sibling said uh, like i'm part of simpsons groups like rancho relaxo and like um simpsons bort posting and all that but um there was a brother and sister who got the the sister got lisa tattooed on her arm doing that and the brother got bart tattooed on his arm kicking <laughs> yeah oh uh, i need to start watching that a little bit when i'm when i'm up At, so i got uh, i got one one week left of being up like yep. all night kind of and um so pe- i need to start i need i need some background noise people say so. it's only good through eight seasons some say 10 i say it's good through 14 seasons sure i, ha- have, I have you on. caught any new ones that you liked no okay there but were, you don't watch it anymore i'm assuming i quit after season 30 <laughs> i just couldn't do it anymore when homer and marge almost got divorced i'm like Fuck this. Sure. Um, Isn't no. that funny, though? We're, we're 30 plus years into it. The kids haven't grown up at all, and, and apparently they're still coming up with reasons to have episodes. It's So the new ones feel like Simpsons, but yep. they're off. Sure. 
Is there is there wokeness injected into it at all? That's another reason, yeah, is getting more and more woke. Bummer. I guess, from what I've heard, I don't know, but they're making Lisa a legit lesbian. No way. I don't know if it's correct. God, it's, why it, do they have to fucking ruin everything? Why do they have to sexualize anything? Right, well, because they want to diddle your kids. They do. It's pretty simple. No, it is grooming, but anyway... Yeah, and I don't even care that that's a hot-button word now. It's a word that needs to be said it is. for the people that are doing it. It is. You don't You don't need to talk about sex with seven-year-old kids. No, absolutely not. Um, but yeah. also, seven-year-old kids shouldn't be watching Simpsons either. So. I was seven. I so I know we were, but we shouldn't have been watching. We, should we shouldn't so- have been watching South Park. Well, we I didn't watch South Park till I was over 18 because we didn't have cable. Okay. But well, it was good, right? It was. I had a friend record the first season and give it yeah. to me when I was like 15 or 16. Uh, and I watch that VHS tape over and over and over. <laughs> the, the first movie's so good. Bigger, longer, uncut. Yep, I saw that in the theaters. And then um, my favorite episode, I think it's called The F Word. It's, it's yeah. when yeah, the Harley, the Harley one. Come to town. Oh, dude. That was my favorite because that's when I was on Facebook all the time saying, I want a motorcycle, but I don't want it to. But then I was talking because everybody's like, well, get a Harley. I'm like, I don't want to make so much noise and make so little horsepower at the same time. They are pitiful. They are. They're absolutely pitiful. They're getting power to weight, power to weight ratio wise. They're getting up to 100 horsepower now. Yeah, they're in there above. You know, a lot of times, and it doesn't take much to do it, but it's still. But when uh, I my my 1994 Yamaha Sika 600, yeah, air cooled piece of shit inline four whatever. I guess it was probably a twin, but yeah, um, that thing would you know go blowing right by, you know anybody's bag or or. But that's the thing. It's like these Harleys. You know the display. It's like it was like late 70s. Pontiac Firebird. People look at the Bandit Firebird and they're like, "Oh, I love it! I love it!" That car was such an underpowered piece of shit. <laughs> yeah, it had the six point six liter in it, but it only made a hundred and ninety horsepower. And it's like Harley used the same mo- mo- motto. They use huge displacements, but they make any power. They do right. now. They do now. They didn't then. And it, it's almost probably a good thing. Yeah, that they're not super fast. You know, I think they don't handle. If you looked at it, this is pure conjecture or just a guess. I I would I would imagine there's way less deaths per capita yeah. on a Harley than there are sport bikes. Sure, sure. Um, so it's a good thing. I'm not bagging on Harley people. It's a it's a lifestyle. It's like RC. You you spend <laughs> money that. that you don't have to do it because you love it. And yeah. I totally identify with that. I just I can't spend a day. You like know what I riding do, around on a road absolutely don't identify so. with. What? Because I do like cruising. Yeah. But I I fall asleep is my problem. I do not identify with the gear. Oh, okay, like leather and yes, uh, no, not even leather. And... That that's all fine. But you're paying to put their brand on your back. How yeah. big of a sucker are you? I know. I feel I feel equally as stupid when I put the Mugen decal on the side of my touring car I, or the associated decal on my buggy. I stopped doing it for a long time, yep. but the problem is those decals they make the car look better. I 
did not put a decal. I every decal on my car, I have a sponsorship by every yeah. shirt or hat I wear. That's cool. I I should just get a sheet made that says B Main Racing. Yeah, you should, and, and, would, and make it would... look like the Team Associated font or the Techno yeah, or, font, or whatever. Or, yeah. Um, I should do that. It, but it's you know the the decals that come with the car are free. Yep. Uh, they're a fucking pain in the ass to cut out. They are. You know the the individually cut them out. But um. Yeah. I should do that because it's for those of you that don't know my made up RC team name that doesn't exist is B Main Racing. It's it's just a joke because I I don't do the due diligence to be a great RC racer. I probably never will. And I I have so much fun though. Holy shit! Going to the track and racing and talking to people yeah. that I I I don't. I don't really care. Um, I'm starting to care with touring car because my my lack of knowledge on getting the car fast is starting to bite me. Yeah. But sometimes I do drive it very consistently on a lot of days, and that will make up for that because other people will make enough mistakes. Right. But um, overall speed, I, I have some stuff to learn for sure. But guys like Swifty and, and Choban are helping me with that, so I appreciate it. Yeah. That's um, awesome. Yeah. Back uh, to the drivers meeting again. Buy a Fortech. Yeah. So anyway, uh, I want to get into notes here because questions are still coming in by a bit here. Yeah. We're, uh, we're at hour 15 into this one already. First off, first off, if you want a ran out of talent t-shirt. Yeah, uh, I do. Thank you. So my address is, no, I'm just kidding. You know, uh, go to pwrmerch.com in the search bar bar put ran out of talent but you can get anything that is related to minnesota racing uh cory hens just started putting shirts up there and if you see a a party crasher shirt and mmr shirt what have you those tracks get the profits from the shirt sales so cool it is how cool is cory hens he's awesome how cool are his kids? Yeah, they're great kids too. Yeah. Um, um, are you still using my hashtags? The hashtag R R O O T and Rootcast. Sometimes I forget. If you don't do it every time, then you don't see all the posts. So when I post on Instagram, I like to put it in the story too, because it seems like the story gets more traction than anything else. Does it? Yeah. I'm so old school. I started. So, I, I put my stupid comp- conspiracy theories in the stories, and dude, that's I, it. So I started putting the MMA podcast in my stories. Yeah, and they they get small numbers right now, but yep. this is the second week I've done it, and we've gone from a hundred downloads per episode to two hundred downloads per episode. Cool. So. A hundred percent gain is a hundred percent gain. Yeah, but I, God, we've been doing that for a long time. I really wish it was, you know, this is episode ninety nine. We should do something. We should. We gotta figure out something for episode one hundred. Yeah. The, well, the special thing for me was I was I was gonna come back for <laughs> yeah one hundred, but I, I've been having so much fun lately that I've wanted that's you know, physically wanted to be on the shows. So, so things that have happened since we last recorded. So remember how last episode we were talking shit about Traxxas suing everybody and it was a kind of a joke? Oh, God. Nope. Yeah. And this 
uh, lawsuit started a year ago, so we're a little behind on this, but I heard it on the No Name RC podcast. H, they're suing HBO because of the name HBO Max. Traxxas is suing HBO. Um, positive note. Now, I hope she doesn't get sued because she used uh, no prep drag car, and you know Traxxas makes a no prep drag car. But Sarah Jones wins twenty thousand. Sarah Jones, not Jones. Joan wins twenty thousand dollars. She is the queen of the streets, and she went fast. She what does did. That mean? She did a 1.689 at 84 miles per hour. Whoa. That is... Is that in 1,000 feet? Or how many feet? One... No, one, it wouldn't be 1,000. No, it's like 138. 138 feet. Yeah, it was a scale... Can court. you go back and listen to what I just said? I said 1,000 1, feet. feet. Like that, you could see a freaking... God, what an idiot. <laughs> is it one... Thir- it, it was um whatever one, one-tenth of... Uh, hold on. Um, cause this is easy math. How many, cause I, feet are in a quarter mile. So it's 132 feet cause a quarter mile is 1,320 feet. Unreal. So, and I watched it. Now I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. Um, one thing. I like is she, I saw pictures of her in the pits and she was doing a lot of her own. It was her gig. It's not like, you know, when like, uh, I'm going to be doing the same damn thing for Jackie on Friday. You know, I'm going to be the one doing all the work. She's just going to be holding the radio because I'm Mm -hmm. taking her practicing. Cool. But she was doing the work. She built a fast ass race car. Dude, it's, it's cool. But now. Would you rather lose in an earlier round or would you rather have that crushing second place to where you don't get a dime? I'd rather be crushed just to to make a full experience out of it cuz I the one thing that I is tough for me with that type of racing is the cutthroat win or go home. And some people traveled from a long ways away to do one run. Right. No, you're right. A lot of people got eliminated really early. But then, like, I don't know, because if you're the certain type of person, then you then you bust out the Jack Daniels and, and the fun really begins. But then that's we go back to where we were earlier. Are you a racer or are you a funster? Well, once I get knocked out of the race, I'm a funster. Yeah. And a sure. jokester. For sure. Um. Let's see here. Oh, J Concepts is coming out with tires that per uh for ten scale buggies that promote outdoor racing. Are they billet aluminum? No. Well, they came out with something new that's not billet aluminum. Yeah, no, the um I gotta look at J Con and see if there's any new cool billet aluminum that I <laughs> <need> actually. <laughs> I'm looking at their tires right now, um, they're rehabs. I was going to say reflexes, but they came out with rehabs for the 10-scale buggy. No kidding. Yeah. that's That sounds really good. Yep. 
like they got, once the once the track has traction and everything. Yep, they got four wheel drive fronts also. They got two. Dude, those would murder at um, at like uh, help me out, electric boogie. Oh, or Duluth, like that. yeah. Up in Duluth for sure. Yeah, like come mains. Yep. Um. There's uh, going to be a possible food trailer at some of the MNRC events. We've been talking to <sighs> a racer. And if, the, like, some tracks like Rick's Hobby Farm has concessions, so it'd be unlikely they'd do it there, but they're going to have it at other events or they're talking about it, so that'll be cool. Um, new... Um, a new, I don't know if I'd call it a fad or what I'd call it, but people are starting to hydro dip bodies and I kind of like it. Uh, the, the, for paint? Yeah. Okay. So we got one person. That sounds heavy. I, from what I've heard. You mean like for eighth scale? No. From what what? I've heard, I really got to look at it hard, but from what I've heard, it weighs the same amount as paint. Okay. So who's using it and for what? There's a guy I lost his name already. He's been selling them on the team associated bar- boards, just stock B6 bodies and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And I asked him, I go, "Can I send you one?" And you do one in my colors. He goes, "You know, normally, you know." He goes, "I don't get them right a hundred percent of the time." He goes, "The ones you see, I'm." Mean, he's like, "I'm at about a seventy percent clip." So. Hey, Kim, can I see one of my babies? Oh, you're getting one? <laughs> okay. That's They're awesome. eating. Oh. can't see one. Jay Concepts has a $66.30 pit bag. Yeah. Is that the two-drawer one? I know you can't say anything negative because, A, they're the only people that are still, like, producing tires at a, at a halfway decent rate. They're not, you know, all goofed up like Proline is and Protoform and all the stuff that Horizon right conglomerate took over so i'm a huge proponent of jcon even though i have to pay for everything 100 percent. somebody could do something about that if they wanted to yeah um god it looks like a nice bag well that's the thing it does it doesn't look like 66 dollars worth of bag but it's it's a very nice bag here's what i'm going to say about that is i don't agree with the pricing for everything but they must the way Jason Jason prices things to where he still makes a profit. Mm-hmm. I bet you if you were to do a larger run and get a lower cost, you know, the more you order, the lower it is. He mm-hmm. probably did a small run of them. Okay, like go look at that. The, makes sense, just in case it flopped. Yeah, right? yeah. And it's a premium. It's a premium product. It's marketed towards. A certain person, kind of like those really, really nice pit boards. Right. Well, those are redonkulous. They are redonkulous in cost, but I still got one because oh, they're so good. Because once they're gone, they're gone, dude. I just drool over Jason Chang's. Yep. When he whips it out. Um, yeah. Did he get a gold or a black one? Uh, nah. I don't even want to say that his is Jaycon. Oh. It, I saw it like I saw his... it like two years ago. Nope. His is the honeycombed aluminum one. That so Aeromax? Yeah, something. I don't know. It was, It's gorgeous. It I is. I mean, every, everything that guy puts in his pit is beautiful. Yep. Um. God, 1-8th scale truck bodies are stupid. They are now. They're a 1-7th scale buggy. 
why do they even put a truck sticker on the front of that little piece that sticks out in the front? Like, who do you think you're kidding? I'll tell you this much, and we're going to have a guy. Me. One of these episodes soon, we're going to have the guy running for Roar president on here. Okay. Um, I don't, he's more of an on-road guy, though, I believe. Ooh. But. They could have, Rohr could have stepped in front of this and stopped it 100% because this isn't an Ephra thing or Ifmar. We're the only, we're one of the only people in the world that, world that races Truggies. Mm-hmm. This could have been stopped immediately, but they into it. Right. They just worried about their, oh God, I, I, I've already gotten mad once this or twice this episode. Oh, yep. What do they call it? What a bruggy. Yes. So gay. God, I hope Traxxas doesn't sue me. I don't have anything. (laughs) Uh, I'm gonna. I'm. I'm taking this show to the max. (laughs) Max. With five X's, we're going five five X's X's deep. Five X's deep. That's a trademark B main racing saying. Nope, because HBO Max only has one X, and they still sued him. I just, yeah. <laughs> it's like that freaking lady that got her mouth burnt at McDonald's no, 25 years ago. No, it was a coffee in her lap. It was a lap? Yeah. She literally so, like, she burnt her, her badge. coffee Ish. in her lap? Yep, yep. Um, Yeah. That's America, folks. Yep. I got two more notes. Um. Just said I looked at the points for Thunder for this. This is the last race or points race of the season for the indoor season. And two-wheel drive buggy, Senior and I are separated by one point. Oh, no, I can't wait. Go, Senior. (laughs) So here's the deal. Is that this weekend? Yeah, this is Saturday. If Senior TQs, I'm in trouble because they give out (laughs) two points for TQ. Oh, really? Yep. And Senior has backup throwouts that they could go to for Mm tiebreakers. I don't have any throwouts. All of your races are counting? Yep. (laughs) That's so awesome that you guys are battling. God, I hope he wins. I got one point on him right now. (laughs) Um, Man, I I don't know if the layout matches two weeks ago. It's so good. No, he's going to change it Wednesday and Thursday. Right on. That was a cool layout, but it was hard. For for practice, it was so much fun. Oh, yeah. Dude, it was a blast. It was just yeah. hard. It would have been tough to race on. I would have had to change my setup a ton because I um, some of those, when you land and it plants the car for the turn, yep. you know, it kind of promotes traction rolling if you're yep. not stiff enough, if you don't have the yep. heavy bars, heavy oil, you know, all that stuff. And I didn't. Um, so I was traction rolling out there in spots, but I mean, I was I was only there for three hours or whatever. I wasn't going to change the car. Right, right. But I had so much fun on the layout. Yeah. One yeah. more note. I called it about a new team-associated two-wheel drive buggy coming. They just announced today that the um, B6.4 is going to be out, and it is enough to do a revision. It's not like an x-ray or revision. Dude, you say that every time, and I'm not... Yeah, I am going to call you out. Go for it. So this is my words, not Joe's. Joe has nothing to do with this. The the B6.3 carpet was unnecessary. 
You didn't need it to win. Nope, you didn't. But you told me that I did. I, you needed, but you're, you're being a good team racer, you and I need, understand that. You needed the servo mount was one of the biggest things. Okay. It did give you more consistent steering. Oh, good. I, 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 I haven't tried you, the front end. I haven't tried a point three, so I don't know here, what the front end feels like. But here's what you could have done is you what you do is um, where the servo mounts, you just drill right through that. Yeah. And you countersink the chassis and just get yep. the mount. Sure. Which is, it, it's a 90 second fix if you have the right bit. Right, right. Bits. Yeah. So, and then you yeah. cut those tabs off. Sure. Um, that had different uh, C and D blocks too. But uh, we, but, we if were, I remember we right, were some around. people, not not sponsored racers, some people were running B6.2 rear ends. Oh, I absolutely was. Cars. I was. And then I went back to it when it made the car illegally long. I didn't <laughs> know that was a thing. <laughs> right. Nobody did. Nobody did. So it's I went from being. people don't pay attention. Dude, a little, like that. a little bit bit of toe out made that car like three or four millimeters too long <laughs> and I went back to the stock uh c and d block fucking right on the money like yeah dead nuts on we so this is a quick story in in cross-country racing snowmobile racing in the year 2012 it didn't really snow very much Right. So the organ there was new organizers. The guy that passed away the year before, he never would have let us race on ice. Mm-hmm. But the new organizers went ice racing to make the season happen and to make money and everything. So everybody dropped their sled down. And when you lower your sled like that, the A arms move out. Just okay. like yeah. just like on a car and the yep. car gets wider. Yep. So unbeknownst to all of the Polaris racers at the time, they didn't realize that their sled was already at maximum width. Yeah. So when they dropped their sleds down, they were illegal. Oh. And somebody figured it out. The Probably a, a, a member of Team Articat figured that out, mm-hmm. went to the organizers and said, all of the Polaris's are illegal. They need to raise their sleds back up to be fair. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. we had a crazy advantage over Polaris that year because they had to run their sleds at full height. That's and crazy. The, the Articats were way down on, slammed on the ice. Hmm. And it was awesome because I was an Articat racer at the time, and seeing Polaris struggle is, like, my favorite thing <laughs> in the world. Yep. And that, I say that with all due respect. I have very good friends and good acquaintances that work for Polaris. Yep. I, re- I respect them as a brand because they do a ton of business with a former employer of mine. And... um. But when it came to racing, you know, Articat was writing my contingency checks. So right. I bled, I bled green. Yep, racing's racing, man. I have two on-the-tone word association terms for you. It's a unsponsored okay. segment. Okay. Real quick, Psycho Nitro Blast. <sighs> it's word association. Go fast. Um, total waste of, waste of money and time for a racer. Ooh, ouch. Um, parking lot racing. A blast, and I miss it. But it's I used to run A-scale possible, Nitro. and Not probable, but it's 
possible that there will be parking lot racing That's in the, in the future. It's not probable. It Some other people need to step up. Um, it can't just be one person doing okay. all the work. Okay. It is possible. All right. That's awesome. All right. Should we uh, get into questions here? Cause we... Tech Inspection. Tech it's inspection. our listener question yes. segment. We got two. Also unsponsored. Yeah. Um, we're, we're supposed to be getting some sponsorship cash here, but uh, it's too, yep. it's too early. It's like, you know, outdoor stuff like, you know, a scale tracks like to sponsor us and still a little early. Yes. Yep. Um, we have a couple from Mike Glider. He goes, when setting up a nitro buggy and e-buggy of the same brand, how much do the setups really translate between the two to get the cars to run about the same? I set mine up the same all last year, and my e-buggy was significantly looser than my nitro buggy. Yeah, that's something you can't really do. No, I think it's because, A, the e-buggy's heavier. Even I was running the shorty pack, so it was heavier by like 100 grams, but the weight distribution is seems to be way different. Sure. Um, so I, I did it, and... I wish I would have taken more time with my e-buggy and made it different so it'd get a little more grip. Right on. Um, but it it wasn't bad. It was just loose, and I didn't yeah. care because it was e-buggy, not nitro. Mm-hmm. Uh, is there anything wrong with running different brand parts on your brand of choice car? Example, seeing some pros using HB springs on their Technos. It's something that people have done in all forms of racing for yep. the entire history of racing. Like, it's not, it's uncouth. It's something you try not to talk about. You try not to get people to take pictures of it dude. because you want to represent your brand, but you also need to win races. At, at, everybody's using the HB yellow rear spring. Oh, okay. For eight scale, you're saying? Eight scale. Right on. That's well, the, I, the I will, uh, best I'll rear spring. I'll put that in my, in my head. Yep, that's the best rear spring. Uh, Associated did come out with a new set of softer rear springs HB because yellow. that HB yellow was, at the time, I believe two steps softer than the softest Associated spring. Oh, okay. Um, it, stuff like that's not a big deal. But then pretty soon it becomes bad. Like with the original RC8.2, not the 3, but there's RC8.2 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, when it was a C-Hub car, pros were using straight-up Kyosho rear ends on it. <laughs> Just like how S-Works, at least at DNC, were using HB rear ends. Sure. You know. Dude, I, I've i been listening to the No Name RC podcast lately, and Max Mort is getting a little... He's... I think he's knows he's being savage, but he's so deadpan that I don't think a lot of people pick up on it. He's not a top racer, so he's got to do something to get people to talk about him. No, but he's fast. I'm not saying he's not. He's just not pro fast. Yeah. And it's... He's uh, JQ's buddy. Yeah. 
and we don't look down on that. I, if I was JQ, I would want people that I enjoy being around me, but be around me too. The dude knows knows setup and engineering. Sure. But it's funny. He goes, well, the S, he was just a nice shot. And I just went, ooh, because he goes, the S-Works guys, they're using the HB rear end, which is a good thing. But they probably have no idea why they're using it. They're just using it because the HB is a good car. But they don't know why. (laughs) (laughs) That spring, is that spring from 2014? Yeah. That everybody's using? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's on back order everywhere. Oh, yeah. Because I had to get mine from uh, JT Bearings. Yeah, I had to get mine from JT Bearings last year. Because they were on back. eBay right now. Yeah. Um, all right. Eric Jones, I used to race with him in the heart of America. He still races one A scale nitro on road, I believe. Okay. He goes, why is fair racing so hard to achieve in electric racing? You have a motor of the month, speedos that look like they are in blinky mode, but do strange things to the power band. Also, the battery prep is insane, heated sacks, charging at crazy high amps. All this while race directors, track owners, and Roar do nothing enough to police this. It's we all, all right, know, I'm gonna stop you right yep. there. It's it's part of Connor's rant. Well, this is this is fucking racing. Yeah. Racing costs money. Exactly. In every form. It's always been the people spending the most win. Because they have the best vehicles, yes. that, which gets them the best drivers. Look at Mercedes. Don't look at them this year. No. Um, look at Mercedes for uh, ever since 2014. Look at Ferrari for the Michael Schumacher period. The people that spend the most win. That's racing. That's how it goes. If you've never done another form of racing, which is actually pretty common in RC, you're not used to it, and it pisses you off, and I get it. It pisses me off, too. That is racing no and you're that's right my rant. and he goes zach and my, oh, let me, he goes sorry, zach i need to I back come, it up go ahead you're not driving well enough no he's fast i'm i'm saying in most cases yeah in most everybody cases that's bitching about it is not driving well enough they could up their consistency they could crash less and well, so many of their problems would be fixed nine times out of 10 99 out of 100 times you're right eric jones is a quick racer yeah i believe you and he goes uh, i know eric it's it sucks it (sighs) he goes zach i might come run mod tc with you and it's like well that is because zach donathan's into mod touring car he is it's the season's kind of over for mod it is we're gonna start switching our i'm switching my car to usgt just so i have uh two cars to run on an MMR Wednesday night just in case uh, either stock Can-Am 112 or, um, well, I mean, USGT will always run, but um, just in case one of those classes doesn't run or I feel like punishing myself and racing two classes, Mm -hmm. um, I'm going to switch it over to that. I'm going to keep all my mod parts because I had so much fun. I'm going to start working on it probably two months before motorhead madness and then um hopefully run it up there if there's four people that feel like running it it'll be a blast because they're so much fun to drive and um i don't care if i finish last if, if a bunch of guys show up prepared and they're good touring car racers and they wipe the floor with me i'm fine with that 
So also, though, here's another thing. So Eric's about ready to start the nitro season. Cool. And which is cool. Nitro on road's a blast. And yeah. believe me, there it, it's so now you're getting into a crazy ass tire game. Cause, so when I race nitro on road, what you did was that's where tire warmers come into play now, right? If it's rubber tire, no, it's foam. Oh, so when I oh, you're talking one eighth. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, because everything else is. I thought you said nitro touring car. I might have. Uh, dude, I have two canker sores on the inside of my lip right now. They're <laughs> making me such a mush mouth. Sure. Um, I went to the flea market on Saturday, and all of a sudden I have canker sores. Imagine that. <laughs> <laughs> well, were you were you making out with a bearded lady or what? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> um, but so when I raced it, he used basically two sets of tires for the whole weekend. It was literally $70 in tires. Then huh. at the 2011 Worlds, some dude figured out to sauce them. We were never saucing them before because, you know, they'd VHT the track, they'd sugar the track. Sauce felt unnecessary. But this one dude, I forget who it was, he had, he had no right even being at the Worlds. And I forget the guy's name, but all of a sudden he TQ'd around. And <laughs> everybody's like, what <laughs> the fuck? <laughs> so they figured out that he's saucing. And now you got a... Tires aren't necessarily one run, but it's like we would start our tires off at 77 millimeters for a main for the rear. Let's just say rear tires. And they would be smaller but still usable for the next round now you have to figure out exactly what you're going to use for the main and you're going to be down to the rim at the end of that main you know in it but it's just a new part of that game so instead of playing the battery motor game you're going to be playing the tire game but i'll tell you what every single year when it gets to be around this time i'm like God, screw all this. I want to go A-scale on-road racing. <laughs> but there's, see, it used to be two races in Sioux Falls, two races in Minnesota, two races in Kansas City, and two races in Nebraska. And sure. now they're all in Nebraska. Sure. Yeah. So, anyway, yeah, Eric's a good dude. Nice. Where's he from? Uh, I want to say he's... I want to say he's a Nebraska dude. Sure. And shout out to Zach. He he helps, you know, a bunch of my competition. Well, I, I say that in air quotes. Um, those guys are helping me a ton. Oh, he's Kansas road. City. Sorry, he's Kansas City, Eric Jones. Kansas City. Yes. Right on. Yep. Holy shit. I'm the Motorhead Madness. Yeah, he should. He's fast. Yeah. But I think right he's figured out that he's smart enough to figure out the all the little tricks and shit and then you know the money and all that it's like it frustrates a guy that's why i enjoy running the classes i run and i do the best i can doing it um mm -hmm. jeff choban's just talking to eric about mod touring car and roar roar is not going to stop the money game because guess what let's say they do fixed timing motors let's say they do that 
I'm going to buy 50 of them, and I'm going to dino them, and I'm going to take the top two, and I'm going to sell 48 of them at a loss. Because <laughs> that's what I do. Oh, there's a baby. You got a baby now? Uh, Jeff Choban is wondering, Ryan, who gets to change the first blowout? So who? Changed- I had the I had the first blowout. It went. All, I don't remember if. <laughs> Did it get in the hair? Was, no, not not way up there, but it, it went all the way up the back. Yep. And so it ruined the outfit. Um, we were in the hospital at the time. They they needed a little bit of light therapy. Yep. For Billy Rubin. Yep. Yep. So we checked into the hospital for like a day and a half to get there, all of that and the jaundice yeah. stuff ironed out. Yep. And um, yeah, I <laughs> it went all the way up his back. It was so gross. Joe three was care. really good at that. They're they're so cute that I I just don't care. I know, and you know, they're still at the point to where it it doesn't stink and all that, and it's no big deal. Yeah. Wait. Yeah, it, that's funny. It, it it does not stink yet. Wait until they have a blowout at 11 months. <laughs> once, and is that once they're on, like, like soft food? Yeah, once they get on that rice shit. And <laughs> okay. It's, that's why it's like, Kim, take it. You better take it. You know? Yeah. And I, I'll, I'll be fine. It's um, My poop stinks really, really bad, yeah. so I'm used to it. Yep. So. Um, Jeff Choban also says thanks to John Shore, we're gonna have parking lot racing in Burnsville. So we do, we do need to pump the brakes on that. That's what I was alluding to earlier. Yep. Um, it's possible. It's just that's it. It's a right now. It's a possibility. He needs help. He can't do it on its own, on his own. Um, so if people are interested in that and they want to help it go, it yep. needs to be a club effort. Yep. And the guys that have a club, like the guys at Lake Superior, they know what that means. That means everybody pitches in. Sometimes you're the race director and you don't get to race. Mm-hmm. That's how that stuff goes. Yep, for sure. So if you want to make that happen, it's got to be a club effort. So if you want to go parking lot racing and on-road, if you've got some nostalgia or if you're just interested in trying it for the first time, there's a, a grassroots movement right now starting to – gain a little bit of traction but it they need help i wish i still had an a scale on-road car just so i well, could th- still show you guys the cool something. thing it's for the what did you call that the funsters yes um it's going to be a place if it happens it's going to be a place to race Fortech. yep in the summertime and you should look at the lap times from sunday on where Fortech is right now i watch part of that main and think i have a sound sensitivity sure yeah they're very loud because yeah it did not match an on-road class they sound like mini truggies yep yeah they're very very loud and i literally had to shut it off but (laughs) they didn't look bad no there's the and we're continuing to help anybody that asks like nobody is hiding setup information that's good this class is all about fun. I want every single person that buys one to know everything they can to make their car decent. Well, that's what and John Shore does with his slash setup, too. Yeah. Uh, so I, I've literally, like, people have come up to me at Thunder asking for help, and I send them the slash setup because it's like, I don't know shit about it, but this truck is fast, so you should put this in there. 
<laughs> um, we got a bunch of questions and comments from Kyle Quast. Yeah. He goes, uh, can we get, get Dale Reek to leave his phone in his pocket at some of these races? <laughs> Dale Reek called out Kyle on uh, RC. I think it was RC Racing Group, a Facebook page. Thanks yep. to Alan Smith for starting that years back, by the way. Um, Kyle... Kyle's not even close to my Ryan's messy RC room pit status, but yep. he did have a lot going on. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But he, he did great. Yeah, he did the, great. It's just proof that with a messy pit, you can still get it done as long as you know where everything is. If somebody comes along and moves yep. something, you're in trouble. See, my, pits, my pit in the start of a race day starts out beautiful, and then it goes yep. to shit. <laughs> if I race one car like MMR Wednesday night, yep. I have a I have a clean pit that Danny Williams might even approve of. Yep. For the for the length of the evening, it is when I race multiple cars and I didn't do my due diligence up front and I'm chasing the setup, then then I get in trouble with mm. with pit area cleanliness, but eh, guess what? I don't fucking care. Because yeah. I don't have OCD, and that's not my problem. Yeah. Frank Miller's wondering, uh, what's the ratio of beers I should drink before my mains? <laughs> Zero. And again, Funsters you versus can, Racers. Um, Frank is becoming quick. It's uh, When I was a Funster, I used to do that shit all the time. Mm -hmm. Do you know how much money I threw away? Because yeah. I was either too hungover or too fucking drunk. I think, but that's a personal thing, right? Like, yeah. if you don't know when to put the brakes on, I, if I stay all weekend at MNRC, yeah. I'll have, my usual limit is one drink. I'll oh, have that's a drink fine. with dinner sometimes. That's 100% fine. Well, I, let me get through it. So I do that because a lot of the time when I was at Fox, I would be in a DOT stickered vehicle. Yep. So I couldn't be above .04. Right. And also, a lot of times I'm carrying a firearm, so I also can't be above .04. Right. And, but if I'm stuck at the track, I'll have three, and that will yeah. get me into a really happy state. So. And that's it. I don't lose my mind. Yep. I don't black out. I don't end up face down in the dirt on an MNRC weekend like some people have. Yep. So I've been the latter. So, Starbucks used to be my place to drink and race. <laughs> Surprise. And I threw down some heaters being just <laughs> drunk as shit. Yeah. And then I woke up Sunday, and we started racing at 10 a.m., and I'm so hungover, and I can't get my bearings, and I just ate shit in the mains and it's like oh the track sucks no the track doesn't suck i was too goddamn hung over to race mm -mm. Mm -mm. <laughs> that and again that's where i said when my money really started meaning something that's when i stopped fucking around <laughs> um i got a couple from a message um Eh, I'm not going to get into the indoor clay thing. Some people think it might be slowing down, and it might be. Um, There's a lot of racing to be done in our region right now. That's yeah. the main, I won't call it problem. I don't have a, yeah. that's the main reason. Yeah. It's not a problem. 
Yep. It like we've said before, it it will sort itself out, unfortunately, yep. at some point in time. Yeah. Um Yeah. Um, there's so many options. We are we're so spoiled. Yeah. I'm ridiculously spoiled. Oh yeah, you are. <laughs> yeah. I'm ten um, minutes. Yeah. And it was um he also said shout out to Zdenek for trying to get Fiscale Oval track up and running. Oh. Um he's like you know talk about the rough time people can have there are a lot of dnfs from minnesota racers it's like yeah that can happen but you know that's <laughs> that's nitro man mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. uh pat boyd was wondering thoughts on the new release team associated b6.4 i like it i don't know about these 13 millimeter shocks ryan huh are they oh that's a bummer they so they it's a it's a good strategy money wise because people will have to rebuy pistons all springs, of the springs yeah. that they want all the pistons. Um, yeah, uh, it's is it going to make a difference keeping it cool and consistent? Maybe on a dyno somewhere. Probably not in real life. Well, here's the way I'm looking. But it's at a good sales tactic. With the thirteen Big shocks, stay cooler. Yep. It's it's a fact. With the thirteen millimeter, see these are way bigger bore than what we used to have. Right. Yeah. Your your guys' shocks back in the day were so tiny. What were they like? Probably nine, ten millimeters. I don't. Know. I don't remember. Even when I got into RC, I, I never I had even a ready measured them. Yeah, I never even measured they were them. Tiny. Yeah. Um. So they'll land better, and they'll be better grip. But will the car... If you get the setup right. Will the car be too lazy in the corner? Because that can be a thing. Cause when, so when Big Boar Shocks first started coming out... Um, God damn, my questions are messed up. Sorry. So when Big Boar Shocks... This is where dual stage comes into yeah. effect. Really good pistons. Yep. Uh, when Big Boar Shocks first started coming out, um, people went back to the regular shocks because the cars were so damn lazy. Sure. And then they started figuring them out, and then, you know, I'm just... Or, pro- or progressive shock bodies. Yes. If somebody does those correctly, that will be huge. Yes, yes. Um, and also as an adjustable steering rack, I like that. They did enough to come out with a revision. Mm-hmm. I thought the new buggy would have been a B7, but there isn't enough done for that to happen. Sure. When it's yeah, in... and uh, like um, maybe don't shoot yourself in the foot. You got a really nice platform right now, dude. It's great. Yeah, and it's close enough to where maybe I could still get the wheel speed and. Ah, <laughs> uh, stop it! I know. Stop it right now! I know. Dude, I need to fall ass backwards into a truckload of money is what I need. <laughs> Don't we all? Uh, Frank Miller is wondering, if we run out of gas on the way home, will our car run on nitro fuel? Um, if it's a diesel, yes. Other than that, no. Because that's what nitro motors are. They're finicky little diesel motors. Yep. Yeah, running off of heat rather rather than spark. Yeah. Kyle Quas goes, we need some off-road insight from Ben Sovacool. So Ben went off a little bit. He goes, why is it so tough for Marshalls to pick up a blower and blow off the track? 
<sighs> that's a culture thing that it, starts it from is. the race director. It is. Um, it starts in the morning meeting and yep. goes all the way through the day. When I was at um, the toy box a couple weeks ago, I tried to blow off the track every time. And yep. the I think of the mains I was like race, marshal, race. Mm-hmm. So I marshaled a spot that didn't have a blower. Yep. Um, but yeah, it's just getting people in the habit. And he goes, there's a crossover point in a blown out track where you tune from trying to get the tires to move through the bumps to trying to get them to skip over the bumps. How do you find that crossover <laughs> point? Oof. I avoid the bumps. And yeah. keep keep my setup that I, I changed my line planted. I changed my line and then you know yep. you change your pills I don't change much else you gotta keep but like you, you change your pills you can do so much with pills I know uh our hobby has been on shaky ground for years it's a bunch of fat old dudes racing toy cars and hardly any younger folks and yet we continue to use Facebook for all of our communications and updates I use Instagram so I'm myself so we're not on shaky ground by the way we're basically yeah. on the same ground that we've been on all yeah. the time yep um it's a niche hobby it, it is. always will be yep uh jeremiah luke savitz goes saw the track off uh highway 55 closed for good i didn't even know there was a track there as in highway 55 that rolls through minneapolis yeah where Don't... what what town I think Plymouth. I think it was Control Freaks. Oh, I forgot all about them. Yeah, cause I went to their place once. Yep. When it was at the old location, and then they moved, and I never went sure. back. I wonder if that Big Lake one is still there. I'm going to look that up on Facebook. You should. Um, there's also uh, a new one in the Otsego Park. Cool. Uh, See, all people out west get it. Yep. He goes, don't know if that ever really was a thing, Area 51 or something. He said, girl, I see at the gas station in the morning, says there's a track in Stacy at a campgrounds that her ex runs. Any insight? I have no idea. Uh, Potential brainer track? No idea. And he said, Jesse Newman, are you ever going to pull a trigger on a track? And he probably won't. Jeremiah, you're missing the biggest point. The biggest point of this whole thing, this girl at the gas station in the morning is talking to you about RC cars, and she purposely mentioned that she has an ex. Jeremiah, you're a single man. Why aren't you jumping on this shit? That's the uh, answer to that question. She, like, um, not saying anything bad. I came from humble beginnings, too. Um did you say she works there? I don't know. Uh, he because just if, says, if she does, it's good that he missed the signs. I don't you, know, man. You don't. You don't necess- unless they're the general manager or working well, their yeah, way towards the, being. Yeah, one. they don't make shit, and Jeremiah's a tick older than us. Is he? Yeah. Okay. Um, so it's like when we went to. I was a sophomore when he was. I think a he's senior. my age. I think I, he's no, thirty-eight, thirty-nine. No, he's forty-something. Okay. Dude, I went to school with them. I raced oh, okay. with them when right. we were kids. Yep, you yeah. guys go back. Yeah. Um, I don't know, man. Go for that chick. 
And Ugh, wear a condom. Yeah, exactly. Well, he doesn't have kids at this point. He doesn't know how it's done. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> um, dude, if they're not advertising to where we can see him, they can eat it, man. Really. Yep. I mean. Yeah, it's. Ugh. All, all the tracks with, we with those tracks. Yeah. I get it because who goes and looks? There's very few people that go and look to the website now. Yeah. The, what you need to do is you're going to bug him and you're going to be a pain in his ass, but you need to communicate with one of your friends that is on Facebook because that's where that racing info is. Yes. Sorry. It's um, easy. It's quick. They don't have to update a website. Yep. And it sucks because all the information isn't in the spot that you hope it is. But it is what it is. Like, go create your own social media platform if, if you don't like what we're using. Every track that survives is on Facebook. And, oh, Correct. I don't, you know, and it's like Blooming Prairie RC Park. Nate doesn't have Facebook, so his wife runs a Facebook page. Yep. He knows how important it is. Yep, somebody recognized at the toy box. One of the wives there recognized that yes. that was being underused, so she fired it up. Exactly, yep. exactly. So, yeah, if they don't advertise, they don't want our business. Correct. Uh, more from Ben, he goes, what exactly is criteria to be accepted on a race team? How do we <laughs> have racers with absolutely no driving chops, zero people <laughs> skills, and zero loyalty to the brand on race team? I know the answer to this, and it disgusts let me, me. Let me go first. Go for it. Those are the people that applied. Yeah. They applied for sponsorship, and if they get it, that's on the company yep. for doing it. I did it all the time at Fox. I handed out sponsorships to people that I knew weren't going to be great representatives because they were going to spend money, and that kept my job going. Well, that's another thing. So, like, I didn't put in a I, – I did put in a resume to J Concepts. But I did not put a resume into Team Associated because no. But you did like three years of complaining on your podcast. Well, that's right. Team, so everybody knew that you wanted to be on that team. But also, so I I would consider myself more of an ambassador, like Matthew Hausen that used to be have his own podcast and used to be on um, the TSR Speed Shop. He literally has the ambassador role. That's By the way, people, we have a great episode with him. Yeah, we got to get him if back you, on. If you search that, we have an awesome episode with Matt. He's so, he's wonderful. Dude, I want to get him on and not even really talk to him about RC. Do you know he he got a new job in Canada to where he goes away for a few weeks and he's just a plow driver like up north somewhere in Canada? Sure, like, yeah, doing ice roads and stuff like that. Not even ice roads, he's just... You know, it snows so much that they pay for them. It's almost like... Yeah, he can't turn the money down because... Yeah. Yeah, you need money to have a family and... Yep. yep. All right, so we got to finish burning through these. Wife just offered me food. <laughs> um, Alan goes, Ryan, how's being a daddy to two twin boys? Is it overwhelming? How many poopies so far? Is there a mountain of shit? <laughs> Also, any insight on new addition to the MNRC to the new addition of the MNRC schedule? Camping space, hookups, office, a room for compact for our our RVs. Will the track be built so it works? Do you, you you can start with that one. 
Um, I've been told, so I haven't been to this track, but I've been told by, cause when the, it's Southern Minnesota RC, yes. right? Okay. So and that's the Dawkins. Yes. So when okay. the schedule came out, there were people, I, I got conflicting stories. So I went up to Kyle Quask, cause Kyle Quask raced there a lot. He also raced mm-hmm. at the Blooming Prairie RC park a lot. Mm-hmm. I sat next to Quas. I said, we need to talk for about 15 minutes. And we talked, and he says, there will be enough room for RVs and stuff, but it'll be tight. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know about hookups. Yep. You might have to bring your own generator and whatnot. Yeah, that be was prepared to bring your thing. own generator. That's a thing at other tracks. Yeah. You need to bring power. Yeah. Always bring your power and be pleasantly surprised if you don't have to fuel it up. That's a great way to say it, Joe. Um. But, yeah, and the track being built so it works, I heard it was awesome, but there was just a lot of rocks in it last year. I don't know what's Mm going to happen. Um, We'll see. And the Dawkins supported our – dude, the Dawkins family and (laughs) the Southern Off-Road Club, they supported us way more than the Duluth RC Club. Right. The only time Duluth people raced the MNRC was for their home event. Yep. Which I wanted to rant And to be fair, there's not enough of us going up to Motorhead Madness and stuff either. But, dude, that's a deal for... This has nothing to do with Motorhead Madness. This has nothing to do with any other thing. To be part of the MNRC schedule... You need a group to support the MNRC, and they yes. do a damn... Oh, dude, I was so mad. I'm, I seriously... I Corey's a level-headed man. At the end <laughs> of the season, I said, we got to get fucking rid of LSRCC. Yeah. Because they gave us zero support. Mm-hmm. And he's like, no, Joe. They've done this before. Because <laughs> they have. They've done it before, and they've been on the bubble before. Um, but I think they'll come around. I hope they'll come around because it would be a shame. I'm not going to that particular track for a personal reasons and B, I don't have a camper yet and hotels crazy up there. So anyway, so anyway, it, it wasn't crazy for motorhead madness. No, it's not for motorhead. Madness. And then you can, you can buddy up too. That's what I did. I stayed luckily. Dude, Joe three uh, is going to be with me. Yeah, luckily Swifty's Swifty's girlfriend was cool. Yeah, with uh, I think it's a fiance now actually. Yep. Um, was cool with me staying in the room, and that cut my cost in half. Yeah, no, that doesn't work. Buddying up with Joe, I can't share a bed with Joe three because really? he kicks like a fucking mule all oh. night long. Not, dude. So. <laughs> Uh, Kevin Van Ert was gracious enough to let us stay at his house a couple of years ago and we shared a bed and Joe's just whacked all night. I slept, I think it was a Friday and a Saturday. I want to say I slept a total of three hours the entire weekend. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't. I've tried. So wherever we go, Joe needs his own bed. Yeah. So. Anyway, um, so the fatherhood thing. So, uh, is it it's overwhelming? Awesome. Uh, it that hasn't hit yet because 
we've had help. Yep. Um, and it, it actually, it did. So I'd, I'll finally get to that story. Um, Saturday night I took, uh, I took the night shift. Um, so I was alone from about, she got really tired early. So it was like 8 PM. She knocked off. Mm-hmm. And so I took the reins for a while. They were, they were great. Um, I got through like the nine o'clock feeding went down and then they're the problem is they're night owls right yep. now from yep. like from being in the hospital with their birth parents all the way through to now when you do the midnight feeding they're wide awake after it instead of going right back to bed so okay. do you know how formula one starts work the yeah the lights all individually yep. light up red and red red and then out. nothing yep so the lights were lighting up, and as soon as they went out, both boys went, "Wow!" <laughs> and I didn't get I didn't get back to the race until like five laps to go. Oof. And I was so wrecked at that point that I didn't even press rewind or anything. I I happened to see that Leclerc was surely gonna win the race, so I didn't even bother going back and watching the whole thing. Yep. I probably will tonight. Um. Because it's not live anymore, you know, yeah. it's on demand. Right. So not only that, but earlier in the night was Supercross. Mm-hmm. And um, I had my dad over still at that time, and Kim was still up. But we're just, we're so in love with them that, you know, I can barely pay attention to anything else going on. I have open messages on all of my platforms that I haven't even replied to because I accidentally opened them at some point. Oh yeah. And then never got back to them. Yep. Yep. So I apologize. I used to be an unbelievably good communicator in that sense. Um, I don't know if I'm ever going to get that back, but I'm definitely not going to be a great communicator in the near future. Yeah. Cause it's just, it's all about them. Um, yep. For sure. It's, it's a blast. I, I love it. They're, they're so beautiful. We're, yeah. we're so thankful to the birth parents and, and then everybody that that has supported us. It's, um, yeah, I it changed everything. Yeah. Like, I, I was so sad that my BMX racing was over. Um, I cried several times over it. It was really hard to, to give up my race bikes, but I knew it was the right thing to do even before we found out we were getting these boys. Yeah. Um, and then now it's I, I laugh a little bit at it because it's like that doesn't matter in the slightest. Yeah. It doesn't even come close to mattering. I, I was a quarter of the way through that e-buggy. Mm-hmm. And I needed to, to make the help make the basement look presentable yep. today. So that got all thrown back into the box. I don't know when I'm going to get back to it. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll get it. I'll get to it when I get to it, and I'll get to the track when I get there, and I'll have fun when I'm there. But right now, I I just don't care. I just, yeah, I want to look at them. Right. I kiss them. Yep. And yeah. Yeah, that's it's great. Definitely. Thank you, Al. It's yeah. uh, yeah, fatherhood's the best thing ever. And yep. I don't know anything yet, but I just know that that's how I feel in this moment. Only thing I can tell you is go on instinct. Sure. A, lot, a lot of people are going to give you a million different ways to do things and a million different remedies. You're going to kind of automatically know. Like, 
let's say, to deal with teething. To deal with. Yeah. Oh, that's going to be rough. Dude, it is. Crew. We got it times when two. When they start crawling, when they start walking. <laughs> Do they have an ear infection or a head cold? When you, you yeah. know, you get that, you get that feeling. I got to bring them to the doctor or, oh, this is really nothing. Yeah. They'll come to you. Yeah. Um, Dale Reek is wondering, uh, at what point do you guys feel large national races should place a cap on entries or expand their format to include more days? Well, I think he's Ugh. talking about PNB. And guess what? <laughs> they definitely needed another day. Because yeah. they really fucked the racers. I don't, by know, that, taking I don't away. know that it was going to help all that much. They fucked the racers. Adding one day to that program would not have saved it. I don't know what would have helped, but there should have been three I'm rounds. I'm going to go out ahead and say nothing. You know what? It 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 got out of their control, and they, they couldn't get it back. It, it wasn't going to happen. It was pure... It, they want the bragging it's rights. Greed, they, it's, it's greed. greed. They, it's they greed. It's greed, and they, they want the bragging rights. Deserved. Yeah. Um, Eric. The racers. Yeah. Eric Hagrath is wondering uh, what's a profit on holding big races like PNB income expenses. I'm guessing he puts out twenty-five to thirty thousand dollars in expenses. Yeah. And then the rest, you know, it's like any other business. He pockets it, but I'm sure he's got an account for future losses and all that i bet he, he doesn't go to the i hope he doesn't go to the casino with the profits and all that yeah but you know he's got to pay Probably taxes does. he's got to pay taxes on that yeah. and all that shit strippers got to go to cocaine college too yeah god i wasted so much of that anyway oh my god so dumb yep same here uh do you see sugar daddies is for sale no but i mean that's a good thing they that place pre-pandemic was a hoot. They have indoor pictures of that place, and all I can think is gut it RC. and build a track. <laughs> That's yep. all I can what think. A, the, but, 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 yeah, we don't need a track in that area. No, we don't need a track in that There's area. There's two unbelievable tracks in that area. Imagine so. the evil, like, disgusting hooker spirits still flowing around <laughs> in that place. I, I, I look more to, like, the guys that are, like, 85. Yeah. That show up there with gift baskets and stuff. It's oh, like, what yeah. are you doing? Dude, yeah. So, uh, real quick before we get to the last deal. Um, I went, first time I went to the strip club was my friend's 18th birthday. And... His dirty old older uncle with a rusted out Dodge Caravan took us there, and we're about, you know, normal bullshit and all that. He, this guy, the dude who took us is like thirty five, forty years old, and with a mullet and a scraggly mustache, and we're about five ten minutes out. He goes, no matter what them derogatory terms say to you, they don't love you they're not <laughs> gonna marry you they're not interested in anything except for emptying every dime out of your pocket and they're good at it too <laughs> and then the one of the first strippers that came out was this cute punk chick with the pixie haircut and i forgot every fucking word <laughs> that guy's and also 
I took a dump at that strip club that has no stall doors. (laughs) (laughs) I just like, dude, I gotta, I just gotta. (laughs) That was my first time at a strip club. I learned so much. (laughs) (laughs) I didn't learn fast enough. Yeah. But I did learn. Yeah, we all learn eventually. And then Eric was also wondering, also get tips every time on maintenance uh, programs. Keep that up if you can. Call it the ran out of parts segment. Man, quick things you can do after every run. Um, Feel all four shocks. Make sure they feel the same. Make sure you screw something up. Check your ride height. Um, Height? Yeah. Sorry. Height isn't a word. I'm tired. Visually, just look at your camber and um, toe in, toe out. Make sure you knock anything the run before. Just visually look over the car. Make sure there's no loose screws on the bottom. You'd be shocked on how often you find a loose screw in, like, your C block. You know what I mean? That's a massive part to why guys don't finish on-road races a lot of times because they don't take the literally 120 seconds that it takes to nut and bolt that entire car, and there's way less nuts and bolts on an off-road car. Right, right, right. So, so nut Ryan, and bolt it. We started early, but we are ended late, man. We've been going yeah. for two hours and 23 minutes. It was a good one. We yeah. This time, though, um, well, first of all, I'd like to – this one's for John Schroer and the gang. For sure. For sure. But um, we have ran out of content. Yeah, we've ran out of talent. You know, I'm kind of debating whether to go out and take that Traxxas part out. Do you think I should? Probably. (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to edit this one before. So it might be a little shorter than two hours and 23 minutes. I got to find where that is. I don't want to get sued. (laughs) They're so goddamn sue happy right now. So I'm just going to cut it up and see what I come out with. All right. Yeah, we'll talk to you later, guys.